0: Welcome back to the Tech, Tech Podcast. As always, I'm your host, the Cat Jay. Doing as always is my co-host, the Fiddle Z. How are you doing today, Z? Uh, hey, diddle, diddle, cat and fiddle. Was that? A, That's what it was. Incredible. I don't think there's any other things where cats play fiddles, not since the war, at least. Of course, that darn. darn. We took that ability from them. Yeah, it was. It was, it was in the like the, the ceasefire. It was. It was. It was what was necessary. Yeah, we took their ability to talk and to play fiddles. And it pained us to do so. But yeah, but we had no choice. <laughs> yeah. They didn't leave us an option, Jack. They didn't. We would have. We almost nuked cat Hiroshima. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Great. I just had a slip something in there. I had to start here.
1: I think that's just Hiroshima, Jack. Really?
0: But there like cats in Hiroshima? Well, I don't know. They like cats over there, right? I, I think. Well, no. I don't. Egypt, Egypt's really the cat place. I wouldn't say Japan's a big cat place. You don't think so? But like anime, like cat, like cat girls, and that's true. Kind of. Yeah, but that's right? after though. That's because that's of the nukes. Point. Oh, that's a good point. That's because they got nuked. That's because we nuked them. Yeah, we made them all weird. Yeah, we did that to them in a, very, a... In a lot of ways.
1: Well, I didn't. Well, I. Put that on me.
0: Yeah. I did. I went back in time. <laughs> I told Harry Truman to do that. You were flying the Enola gay? What no, did? no, I just went, Harry Truman, you got to get on this. That plan you got, it's going to work. Great. Incredible. All right, this week, Jack. New
1: HBO show for us. Woo! Listen, we love them. We love them. We have a good time. It's the last of us. It's the last of us. It's here. It's it's every it,
0: day it, in a lot
1: of ways. It really is the last of us. Yeah,
0: the last. It might be the last show HBO ever makes. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they
1: it might all come crumbling down tomorrow. Even though this is being received very well and um seems to be doing really good, they're probably never going to make a second one because it would cost them money to do so. Yeah, and and maybe two hundred days. Apparently, Discovery bought uh you know HBO in order to just not spend any money on it. Somehow, somehow they wanted to do it multi-billion dollar acquisition that didn't cost them anything. Yeah, they wanted to get a bunch of even, money. I don't know. If we, oh. It's inc- it's baffling. But anyways, out of the show. The Last was premiered this week with... Oh, what's the first episode called? It's something. Yeah, there you go. When You're Lost in the Darkness. Just a
0: real mouthful.
1: It's just going to be like fucking Westworld all over again, I'll tell you that much. Uh, they're
0: going to say some French word based on some <laughs> book that some, I don't know, humorist wrote? I, it's going to be impossible. That's all right, though. So, um... We, t- we talked about with trailers and
1: stuff, but we may as well do a bit of refresher just before we get in here. So, you've, you've never, like, really engaged much with The Last of Us, right?
0: Nope. Prior to this at all? I've been playing the games. I know a little bit more about Part 2 because of all, like, the controversy yeah, around it. It. Was,
1: it was pretty unavoidable.
0: Yeah, but other than that, I don't know, really. Like, I know the general premise, yeah. but I don't know,
1: like, the finer details, so... And we talked before, I've I've never actually played it myself because it's on PlayStation and who can be bothered? I certainly can't. I mean, good on them, but like, I'm not going to go buy one. I'm sorry. I've mm-hmm. never, I don't know. They If they ever did like a real notable Star Wars one, that was a console exclusive, that might get me, but nothing else has ever...
0: KOTOR remake.
1: Yeah, but they might not even be making that now. You know how that goes. Oh, rats. It's all like, it's all, it's a shit show. It's up in the air. Also, <sighs> it barely counts because it's like an old game. Yeah, so it's, it's a remake. that Yeah. Yeah, there's just not. I don't know. It's 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 not, nothing has yet to do that for me. Well, I mean, also for most of my life, obviously, as as you are want to do when you're young. I mean, you don't really have an option. to Just be like, let me get a console. Mm-hmm. Let me get a second video game console, please, please and mm-hmm. thank you, mom. Nice. Yeah, mom, well, you don't understand. There's one game that I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, and that's that take up
0: just as much energy
1: as the one I already have. It's I'm too committed at this point, you know, because I've got all my achievements. What am I supposed? to Am I meant to start over and go go for the trophies? Anyways. So I am I am pretty aware of it though. I remember watching a Let's Play like when it came out, and I have since then. And I watched Let's Play for the second part when it came out and stuff. So I think I got a pretty good handle on it. So that's a classic bit we do, where one of us has done a thing and one of us hasn't. And by one of us, it's always well, it's usually me, isn't it? Yeah. But anyways, so starting in, jumping into The Last of Us here, the basic premise of it, right, that we open with, is that um you've got Joel Miller and his daughter Sarah, and he's just like a single working dad, construction worker. But then maybe something bad happens. No. Well, I guess ve- first, first thing is we have, and this is a complete new addition for the show, is we have like a a TV broadcast from like the 60s, which is two two guys talking about spores. Yeah. Talking about
0: threats. Fungus. Like bio-threats. What yeah. he's talking about how like pathogens spread. If they get in the air, they'll get you in like that. The guys the- like
1: planes. Planes are going to make this worse nowadays. And he's maybe on some.
0: Probably 100% right. Well, probably was. And then the other guy's like, actually, fungus, don't you know? They're even worse. No, like,
1: co- Who could possibly imagine such a thing? A
0: mushroom? They put on my pizza? And he's like, nah, because you can't, can't cure a fungus. It's just like another... Li- it's kind of an animal, maybe. Yes. In a lot of ways. Or not, and also kind of a plant. I mean, viruses are alive as well. Well.
1: Right? And bacteria?
0: No, well, bacteria are alive. Viruses... We don't know if viruses are alive. Uh, well, it's usually said that they're not considered to be alive. No. Okay. But it goes back and forth. So it's like... Bacteria definitely are. You're right about that. But viruses, it's, like, weird. But no, yeah, the thing is our body has, like, mechanisms
1: to, like, fight those. Yeah, like microorganisms like that. But yeah, fungus are not like that. There's no, like, antibodies for a fungus. Mm-hmm. So you can't, yeah, you can't, like, train your immune system to fight and stuff. So it's a it's a particular kind of threat. And especially the, the thing he talks about, which is, again, it's all very much based on, like, relatively realistic concepts and stuff, or mm-hmm. those ones that, like get into your brain. Well, not your brain, not not ours, but the like, ant brain. they do it to animals and, and yeah, oh, yeah. Like insects and stuff, which is really weird. They get you to like, kill yourself, right? And they, they get you, uh,
0: it, it, There's a bunch of different kinds. Like, the one he talks about in this one um, is the one where it like, controls the ant. And That's makes cordyceps. Right? Cordyceps and goes around. Um, there's one that goes into slugs and it makes their eyes like, multicolored. Oh yeah. And it flashes them, puts them out into trees so the birds eat them birds because eat them. it wants to get into the bird. Um, there's... Uh, I think there's one that does it to rats, where if it gets into rats, it makes them attracted to cats because it wants to get to the oh, cats. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the rats will like, try to have sex with the cat, essentially, and the cat will eat it because it's a rat, and then it'll be like, I win in the end, baby. I don't know. I think it so yeah, is. There's like a I bunch of I different ones. And one. that one is the reason that uh, they believe people, like the crazy cat ladies, essentially, like they, you can get hum- in you? Humans here? can get these this virus. Or like whatever it is, I think it's. I don't remember if what, what the exact classification is, mm-hmm. but that you can get it, and then you have like infinity to cats. Not not like the rat, so far as like you want to have sex with them like the rats do. Yeah, but you're like gotta have like ten cats, I think.
1: Interesting. Have we have we like cut open the brains of a bunch of cat ladies to find out or?
0: Um no, but I'm on the wait list for that. Sweet. I'm, I'm oh, excellent. I'm, I'm I'm probably on the collection team. We just get them in the night. So, anyways, they do that whole thing, and he's like, "It's the, f- it's I
1: reckon fungus, and it'll probably destroy human civilization <laughs> if it happens." And they're all like, uh oh, haha, you crazy cook, that'll probably never be relevant." What are the Reds gonna do? It and they smoke a big cigarette, <laughs> and so of course it isn't relevant um, to this show, which is about um... aliens. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so they do that, and then again, it's Joel, and it's um, so this this brings us to Jack, our first uh, qu- a bit of a notable change, which is that. um They decided to make the TV show adaptation begin in 2003. Right. Instead of begin in 2013, which is when the video game did. But that's, as far as I know, that wasn't any kind of like creative decision as much as it was just when the game came out. Yeah. So it's weird. I don't know why they. I mean, largely I think it's going to be irrelevant to the grand scheme of things. It's just, I don't know why. I wonder wonder why they did
0: that. I know we were amusing that, like. And that people were like, oh, but it's if it's the twenty thirty three, we haven't gotten there yet. Why? Won't yeah, we-
1: that's the only thing I can think of. But again, that didn't seem to be a problem for the game. The game, which I guess you don't even think of it, but I suppose that game took place in twenty thirty three. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, it's it doesn't really matter because it's not like speculating on any kind of future developments we've made because the whole point is that it's an apocalypse we've we've regressed so yeah. it doesn't really matter it's like fallout where it's like well i mean Fallout's it's a different because it's like a, they do that like retro futurism thing to begin with. but still it's like 200 years in the future and you're not like why aren't we in space you're like oh it's an apocalypse yeah we they nuked we it. don't have anything so i don't know it's it seems very strange and it just it just causes a couple weird things that like they don't have cell phones in the mm. in the beginning and stuff or well, they don't have like, smartphones,
0: at least. Yeah, they have, and, like, the really rudimentary cell phones. And uh, something I
1: hadn't even considered until it was pointed out in a Washington Post article that we were perusing, trying to trying to find out about the spores. <laughs> but that there's, like, a Pearl Jam song that's pretty significant in the second part that just, well, it wouldn't have come out in time. There so. have been
0: no Pearl Jam. Oh, the Pearl Jam would have Although out. I think
1: it barely comes out in time anyways. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a like 2012 a, album. and It's like something like, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up right now. But really, it's not that relevant. It's just something that, spinning my wheels on here but so it's
0: 2003 Joel's a single dad right yeah so his brother Tony who hangs out with them is kind of like Tommy Tommy I said Tony yeah, I'm thinking of him. uh it's kind of like the shithead. kind of younger brother kind of like eats all his food and kind of hangs around is always getting into trouble and it's his birthday and his daughter Sarah It's like get fixing his watch and all that we see your life and uh, obviously we get more obviously before like it, shit actually goes down so she's going to school, and then she goes for her dad's watch. But the whole time, there's like reports in the background, like you know, you've seen apocalypse movies where the world ends as you see it unfold. Like, oh, people in Indonesia are kind of going crazy. What's going on with that? And then within the day, everyone's gone absolutely bananas. Uh, there's a like cops running around in the city. The one clock shop closes, and they're like, you "Gotta get out of here, beat it. We gotta stop the spores or whatever." I would have thought for sure with that that they would have shown up again. Like those, people would have been like, oh, they're there and now they're zombies. But, I guess they didn't. But that's right. Uh, But yeah, Uh, and then, fix the watch just to bail uh, Tommy out of prison. Joel does, and he goes Yeah, so that's
1: actually a departure from the game as well. That's Mm. just not how it goes specifically, which is a relatively minor sort of detail, which, I guess it just gives more time for uh, uh, Sarah to just go, like, exploring on her own and just, like, go across the street and shit and fuck around, because uh, yeah, in the game, I think I don't think, yeah, Tommy just calls him and is was like, hey, Joel, something's going down. And then Joel's there. I don't know. It's, it's just a weird, it's just a minor thing. But mm. the whole, like, you gotta come pick me up and jail." I'm sorry, I got in
0: trouble. Things are going crazy in the
1: prison. I got in a fight with the zombie at the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they didn't like that. The cops were zombies too. They were a bit offended by my actions today. So, and then, uh,
1: okay, so this is it, Jack. I, I got it. I did a big Google here. So, I because I remembered something about this. In... Um, the Last of Us, the Outbreak Day happens in the game on mm. the six September 26, twenty thirteen. Right. And um, Future Days, which is on the Pearl Jam album Lightning Bolt. Um, the the that album was released on October fifteenth, twenty thirteen. Oh. So they're both twenty thirteen, but actually, technically, according to the lore, it shouldn't have been out anyways. And now you move it up ten years. There's no chance. So
0: mm-hmm. how does Joel know the song? Maybe right? Joel had an early release copy in the game. He was Maybe. Like, he was such a big Pearl Jam guy that like, well, for you, we're going to give you a little special something. Or maybe he- <laughs> is dedicated to our good friend, Joel yeah. Miller. Or he, or he made that song up in the universe. Maybe or, he was in
1: Pearl Jam. Maybe in Last of Us canon, Joel Miller's a member of Pearl Jam.
0: A former member, and he leaves. He goes, I don't want- He's like, no, but we got this song. You
1: have to finish the song you were with. That he goes, no, I couldn't yeah, tell you. It's a great song. Good album. Big Pearl Jam guy. But
0: anyways. Uh, so yeah,
1: it's, you know, and then we the classic fair, don't we, like yeah. zombie apocalypse happening where everyone's just going crazy and,
0: and yeah. we're trying to leave and we
1: talked about it. It's a bit much I, when you really like examine this closely mm-hmm. and it, it applies to everything I'm saying. It's not anything particularly wrong with the last of us. It's just, it doesn't make a ton of sense. This whole idea of like, and then everything collapses immediately. It's just, yeah. it's, I feel like it's a bit too sudden almost.
0: Yeah. Especially for like I don't know, America or something like that. Yeah, it just doesn't. The whole world is just like, all right, and it's over. Like, nobody can go anywhere. The whole government shuts everything down. Because where are they all trying to go? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, say that everyone in the
1: middle, again, because I was explaining to you, especially when you really think about the exact timeline of what we're presented with. It's like, Joel gets home from work late, later in the evening, anyways. And then they go to sleep, and then, like, it's still the middle of the night. It's like yeah, early AM, right? hours of the morning, right? Yeah. And suddenly everyone's, like, yeah, on the highway. Like, it's all clogged up. Like, they're all going. It's like, wait, would, everyone got up in the middle of the night to go, like... Escape? Run, or he was just... What, was he so out of the loop because he was just working and she was just sitting at home? They just didn't see? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Still kind of weird. But whatever. It just... Everything collapses, like, so suddenly. And it's just like, oh, it's chaos. And everyone's running everywhere and we're all dying. And there's a million zombies already. It's like, surely there takes some time just to... Spread. Spread and stuff. Whatever. I don't... The, and planes are crashing i not sure yeah. I got that. Did, I'm pretty sure that was an, a, another thing I was just added. done for the show. Yeah. But like at one point, I mean, you see, there's like three planes all going down, right? Yeah,
0: all, the, all three of them are flying overhead, and the one goes down. The one yeah. goes down? It's like, what, what is, does what is the
1: uh, fungus have to do with that engine going down? Yeah, <laughs> but whatever. Maybe it got to the pilot, and he crashed on purpose? I Who knows? But throughout this, we get lots of sequences, and I and I brought up a video to show you, because you've not seen any of the game stuff. But there is a number of... uh. Scenes in this first episode here that are like pretty much shot for shot, almost at, verbatim, at points, verbatim with the lines and like even like the blocking of the actors and stuff from the uh, from the game, which is just re- it's really interesting to me. And it's I think we talked about it with some of the trailers and stuff. It's just it's a it's a weird thing adapting a video game to a movie or w- whatever television film, whichever one, really, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's different than like other things, and I think I, I use like books even, right? Or even comic books to an extent, which comic books are a visual medium, but they're kind of separated, right?
0: Yeah, because it's it's one. It's a
1: single frame. And books, like, obviously the whole thing is that, like, there's a lot of value in adapting books to movies sometimes because you do get to see it all visually, whereas previously it was, like, all up to you, right? Mm -hmm. And that can be really cool. But the thing about video games is that most modern video games, the way they're presented is pretty much just like a movie. Like a movie would be, yeah. Like with cutscenes that are basically just like, not even basically. A lot of times nowadays, they're just films. literal actors who are being motion captured, and then yeah, like you're just having models and stuff superimposed over them. Like you have genuine actors in there actually performing. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just do all the the stuff over top
0: of it. So it's just really, it's like
1: it's not that different at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's getting really close. Especially how movies are like a bunch of CG and stuff. Like they're kind of overlapping more than ever.
1: It's, which is really kind of interesting. It, it makes you wonder a bit. It was like, how much value is there in this? And I kind of mentioned that at one point when we were watching the trailer and stuff. It's like, is this really, does this need a TV adaptation? Is there anything to be gained from it? And I think I've, I've warmed on it slightly. Mm. Certainly since then, I'm like, yeah, no, there's still, there's stuff to be done there. But it's just, it is a little weird to me. And like, it, I've seen, I, I was watching a streamer uh, play The Last of Us, and they, they kind of mentioned this, and I I think there's some uh, something to it. Is that like the Last of Us is probably one of the one of the simplest even among video games. Like one of the simple, and sh- she called it like one of the most normy games that you could do. And it's like when you think about it, it really is because in terms of setting, right? Yeah, it's, it's largely just like America. It's just America, and it's just vaguely modern day. It really isn't relevant one or the other. They're just wearing clothes, and it shows like a zombie thing, which is like yeah. pretty. Pretty standard fare, right? Yeah, pretty easy to wrap your head around if you're just like some guy who doesn't play the video games. So yeah, you can just get a bunch of people, and you just put them in like flannels, and it's like, oh, it's oh, the apocalypse! Wow, he's got an old timey gun. He's got like a worn up flannel. Yeah, look at his gun; it's old. <laughs> his backpack's made of burlap. His backpack's got like one of those flaps on top instead of just a zipper. Why? Because it looks it's like more rugged, I guess. Oh yeah, probably. I don't know. So, it's something, something. There's something there. I don't know. I don't. I why, why don't know. It's. Yeah. I don't know, but, um, so it's, it's just weird. It does, it does give me pause. And while I do think it's cool that like they adapted some of these scenes so faithfully, it almost had at points almost had the opposite effect for me. I'm like, man, what's the point of this then? If you're just going to do the exact same thing, you w because I think I said that at one point when we watched the, with the one trailer, it's like, you gotta, you gotta strike a balance almost. And, I, and part of it's probably that no one will ever be happy. Yeah. Like myself included. Can't please everybody. <clears throat> Because if your adaptation strays too far, it's like, what are we doing? This doesn't even feel like it. And the, But if it's too close, it's like, did you just do the thing again? But again, I, I think it's with video games in particular. It's such a similar visual medium already. Like, mm. it is just... It's largely
0: just a lateral move, right? Absolutely. Especially, I mean... It just seems like you just watched play the video game and went, that's just the first episode. Again, they just did the scenes. Like, so many of them is literally, like,
1: word for word, the the dialogue, again. The action. The the angles, the blocking sometimes is just, like, directly, like, let's just copy it. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's interesting. And, again, like, they obviously both have their strengths as, like, mediums. Because if you're not into video games, then obviously the video game isn't going to appeal to you no matter what. Right, of course. If you don't want to sit there and have to, like, learn how to fight zombies in this video game, which, you know is the the majority of the playtime, right? Like it's mm. you know, it's a it's at least a two to one ratio of like having to run around fight zombies with talking know, the straight up yeah, just the dialogue heavy cutscenes and stuff. Um and in the same vein, like there's some people who obviously lots of people who like video games. And it's like, well having that interactivity is, you know, a big strength. Yeah, and so, you can do it. Yeah. And so watching the show is probably a step down for them. So it's just I guess it's just about what you're into and like that's that's a valid enough reason on its own, I, I guess, so. to, to do an adaptation like this. It's like, maybe you're not doing a, a lot that's going to, like, blow the mind of, of someone who's played the game already, but the point is you can appeal to people who wouldn't have... Played the game normally. Yeah. And, and then, else, then in, else...
0: co- in copying, it's like, you get the same vibe of people who haven't. So it's like, if you go too far, we might lose it for people who don't know anything. You know, the fan's are like, well, that's not what it should be, but you know what they're going for. Oh, I'm yeah. to play the video game, and it's like, well... If they botch a scene, it's like, well, why did you have this scene then if you're just going to botch it?
1: See, believe it or not, Jay. So we watched that little, those compilation stuff and how direct yep. some of those scenes are. Mm-hmm. There's still so people complaining, Jay.
0: Still people complain that it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Well, People like, hey,
1: Pedro Pascal's delivery is different than Troy Baker's. I don't think it's as good. Troy Baker sounded more tired and, uh, <laughs> Pedro Pascal sounded more annoyed and I think that was
0: incorrect. <laughs> good God. You mean... <sighs> That especially is dumb, because when you're annoyed, you can sound like you're tired. That's like the, the same thing. God, what... God, these people need to, like, that's a f- touch grass. Jesus Christ. And again, so... then this is
1: the thing I'll always come back to, always for everything, which is, no matter what... And largely, I think the reaction has been positive. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm just picking some out. But um, largely, it has been positive, but regardless of how the whole... Series ends up, and maybe it's maybe it falls apart by the end. Maybe the wheels really come off this thing or something. Oh yeah. No matter what, the game's still there, so you, you can just enjoy the game. You can always play the game and not care I about. I mean, the they TV just show. redid it again, again, like for like the third time. It's like oh, yeah. remastered. It looks great. I'm sure. So just go watch that. Just go watch the
0: cutscenes on YouTube if you're that worried yeah. about it. Or play the game. Or give Sony seventy dollars or whatever it costs the- to for a game you've already bought twice. Go ahead. Of go do that
1: and uh, give her. Yeah, get her going. And wait
0: for the fourth time for it to be released. That's right. So you got to do it. Um. But yeah we meet get back to the plot of the actual thing yeah the actual plot well I don't we didn't even finish the what apocalypse yeah yeah so they're in the so they're driving around they're like oh my god it's the apocalypse well, I can't believe this uh, and they drive around in their truck uh, they get a car accident and then Joel and his daughter Sarah get separated from Tommy so they run around on their own Sarah's ankles all busted from the car accident she's carrying around running from the zombies one tries to chase them and it's kind of it's, it's cool watching that chase because it's clear like that it's just a virus because it's running with full speed. like not It's not running like something chasing. It was just like I'm running in a direction, and then it hits something and stops, and then it has to refocus all its strength. So that was interesting to watch. Uh, and then they get to like a beach or whatever, like a, an outlet, whatever, away from the zombies, and there's an army guy with like a mask on. He's like, found two people, and he's given some orders we don't hear, but just we can gather is just kill them, get rid of them. We can't trust them. They might be sick. And so he goes to shoot them. Yeah, Joe tries to run away. He's hit by bullets. Sarah's hit by bullets. Uh, he's going to finish him off. Uh, Tummy kills the army man, but Sarah does not survive. She takes a big old bullet to the chest or the stomach. And let me tell you, those are pretty fatal these days. Even 2003, they had some kick to them. <laughs> um, yeah, Very much so. Yeah, this is the big scene. Everyone
1: was like, everyone remembers and stuff from the game uh, because it does happen in like the first like 10 minutes. It's just out of nowhere. Mm. Like, right away just got punched. Um, And it is, like, it's done well, like, where it's, I mean, you, I was telling you in the, um, in the game that it starts with the scene of her giving him the watch (coughs) on the couch there, whereas, um, in the show here we have, like, the whole day of lead up and what she was up to the the day prior and stuff. Um, so you get even more time to, like, get get to know her a little, and they actually, they talked about this in the after the episode Mm -hmm. things that a big part of it was, like, you gotta fall in love with Sarah in the first, just from the jump here in the first, uh like 20 minutes of this episode so that it it matters even like even that quickly that when she dies. And it's yeah. it's pretty horrific.
0: It's it's an upsetting thing to watch for the most part. Absolutely. Uh, Peter Pascal acting his pants off for it. Oh, yeah. They both did a great job, I think. Oh, absolutely. One thing I'll say about Sarah's actress in the show, she's fucking British.
1: She's British. She didn't do a southern accent. That was like one of the most charming parts of her from the game. I think that would have gone even more to to endear myself to her. Yeah. It's that fun little southern twang. A little bit of drawl to her. I'm, I ideal hardcore drugs. <laughs> like no, there's none of that. She's just British. She goes ideal. Well, hardcore she doesn't. I mean, drugs. she doesn't sound British. She's yeah. doing an American accent at least, but sounds she do it like we do. Though. She had her nice hair. hair, is hair. Fun. When she when I go to school in the morning, I'm like, look at that. It's all it's all it's huge. All wow, poofy. Good for her, Isaiah. God bless. She makes some cookies with their nice neighbor lady, but they were oatmeal cookies. Last cookies ever before the apocalypse, and they were oatmeal.
0: That should have been a sign. I did like the scene she when the the grandma starts twitching behind. Oh me. yeah. Here's the mute grandma? And it's like, ooh, suns up with her, and the dog's like, I don't like this. No bit what's in? It. What's in you, grandma? Grandma, I smell something. In you. What's in you, grandma? Something's not right. Now with I reckon it. there's something amiss here, and I'm, I, no, I'm no doctor, detective dog. No, <laughs> I'm Scruff no dog McGraw, doctor detective. What the hell he's called? <laughs> Scruff McGruff. Yeah, but uh, I think there's something not right here. Something's amiss in the old house. I'm gonna. If I could speak that there proper English, I would alert the proper authorities. Uh, she dies and then it cuts twenty years to the current year. It's twenty years on, twenty twenty three. Then they go vit Boston, visit Boston. Let me tell you, Boston never looked so good. I say get <laughs> uh, Um. Yeah. Woo! If you're from Boston, fucking why? Uh, average. Yeah, those zombies are pretty much.
1: I, I mean, that's just. Are those? Are those? Those just Bruins fans uh, after this, the uh, after uh, a big uh, win. Uh, I was getting
0: there, Jack. Jeez. Sorry, I mean that. I'll cut that See, out. Are those
1: zombies, or is that just your average Boston sports fan? Am I hey, right? <laughs> <all> it's
0: <right. laughs> uh, their punishment for cheating. That's right. God has punished them. <laughs> um, and a, us all. <laughs> <suppose>. And us <laughs> all. I mean, you got to get them all, I guess. Even you know who could be a secret Bruins fan? So Joel's and Well, we can talk about the little Boston. kid first, too. Fun.
1: Sure, yeah. So that's another thing. So one of the cool things about the show, and, and the way it can depart, and I think will provide some interesting stuff, is that the game is entirely told um, in sort of, like, you know, I was going to say sort of a third-person way. Literally a third-person way. It's a third-person video game. Yeah. Um, in From the third-person perspective of Joel and or Ellie. And it never deviates from that perspective, um, naturally. So the show has a little more freedom to just show kind of little one-off scenes like this and just give you a wider scope, even with it's just, like, like Tess or whoever, some of these other yeah. characters. Um. What's her name? Marlene and stuff. And... Uh, I mean, even the the thing in the beginning, the TV broadcast is an example of that. So, yeah, we get a little scene which it just kind of shows you the this uh, little world building for you, right? Mm. Show you what's going on. There's a little kid. It's unclear where that kid where where the hell they would have came from, but
0: yeah, just kind of wandering through like the overgrown streets, like obviously nature is retaking everything. This is when it's revealed that, like, we see Boston, like, all the cities are run down. It's basically, the city's basically destroyed. Oh, there's vegetation. The forest, like, the forest has reclaimed it. Uh, and he gets to the quarantine zone. They bring him in. And they, like, strap him down so he can't, like, get him. And there's a lady talking to him. Like, oh, you know, you're going to be safe here. We're going to get your favorite food and all that. And they do, like, a test where they, like, scan his neck for the, the fungus. And it, like, beeps red. And they shows it. And he goes, ah. He goes, ah, oh, you're going to be all right. Just relax. And they just euthanize him like a fucking beagle. I think so, yeah. And then it cuts next time we see him, he's being thrown into a literal pyre. Wild. It's pretty full on. It's pretty heavy. So
1: it's, um, it just shows you like the world that we're working with here, which is to say, real shit one. Um, <laughs> yeah, bottom, ba- bottom of the barrel, I see. I mean, again, <clears throat> it's, it's the last of us. So <laughs> there's not many of us left. There's literally, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but it's probably, I know initially they, the lore is that it was like 60% were infected relatively quickly, but. By the stage that they're working with, it's got to be like nineties. Oh yeah, of, of people. Like there's no one, and we'll and we'll see. I'm sure as it goes on. I mean, this is kind of a brief spoiler, but like there's other cities that they they may or may not get to in the show. Um, where there's other quarantine zones that are gone. Like they all kind of had one, and like sh- I think Chicago is or sorry, not Chicago. Boston. Boston is like one of the last ones, even. Mm-hmm. Like it's.
0: It's rough out there. It's interesting that I was this time when I was watching him, like, man, Joe got pretty far.
1: Yeah, yeah, from where he was. Yeah, there. from
0: where he was. Because he's like all the way. Did he say where in Texas he, Texas he
1: is? He's just in generally Texas. I don't know. If it, I'm sure people would know based off the location, like where he is. Well, they were talking about like the highways and stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Some guy's
0: like, I remember that's how I take to go hog hunting. Uh, or yeah, yeah,
1: whatever he says. So I'm sure it's known. i right, we'll look looking up here. Yeah, it's just, it's a but regardless yeah. anywhere in Texas up to
0: Boston, yeah, that's quite a trek, especially during the end times, yeah, and then Tommy's with him and stuff so. and poster dodge is being murdered by uh, a man. well and that's tough i I guess I meant to
1: say that like I suppose it's pretty pretty on the nose, but it's still probably worth mentioning, but like that that being like the first major death right and and showing you there is i think intentional to show you that uh in in classic form it's not it's not necessarily
0: just the Zombies you gotta be worried about, right? It's the people.
1: It's the people. It's not Jay. just
0: about the male. It's the people. <laughs> it's always it's always the people. The it's the monsters aren't the mo- the monsters of the mist aren't really the monsters. Right. It's the religion. Exactly. It's God.
1: You get it. So I get it. That's like I mean, at this point that's almost like so common that it's there's probably more movies where the 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 humans are really the monsters than the zombies where there's yeah, it's something more unique to just <laughs> have an an actual. Full At this zone. point, it would be like, oh no, it's mostly humans are alright. It's really no; these zombies are the problem, yeah. guys. <laughs> the vampire's pretty scary, I would say. But people are the real monsters. But um, yeah, I think that's that's you know very deliberate to be like, yeah, this the this major loss had happened right in the beginning where Joel's daughter was killed. It wasn't because she got eaten. It was just because like some soldier shot her. Beef. He was a good soldier. He followed orders. I guess I don't even know what the intention there was. Yeah. So if I was that guy, I just wouldn't. Like, why would you do? How could you possibly? I mean, I guess good souls would just follow orders. But like Jesus, you think okay. you just wouldn't and be like, bang, bang, bang! Oh, I got him! I got, yeah, I got him, sir! I killed him dead. Yeah. He, he'll because we'll never... look what he got for it: a bullet to the fucking head. But
0: so. also, conversely, he didn't have lived through the apocalypse. No,
1: that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: He got shot in the head because he oh, killed a yeah.
1: little girl. That's true. So what the fuck you? Huh?
0: What is this? What you get? You get uh, and then he's also kind of a drug dealer. Joel is in this point. Yeah, so he's
1: uh he's basically just a seedy type of character at this stage. Yeah, he seems to be like feared among the the less savory elements of the quarantine Boston zone. quarantine zone. Like people know him and, and fear him, and he's clearly into some kind of criminal stuff. They got stuff on their floorboards, and so it just goes. Um, again, it's just kind of like establishing where he's at, and like in the intervening twenty years, he's been uh probably a less than great guy <laughs> yeah to put it lightly and I'm sure we'll get more of that and you kind of like piece together some of the things he may have done across the course of the game and like some of the stuff he might have got up to but uh yeah he's probably not the best guy and like why would he be I guess right like I mean, dars dead and it's the apocalypse <laughs> so he's just doing whatever to, to survive at that mm-hmm. point so I think he whatever kind of morals he would have had are probably probably slid slid by the wayside mostly so yeah
0: selling like perks or oxies or something to them like- yeah yeah this guy i uh, but it's it's funny because the apocalypse is they're not making bags he's like i need that bag back though <laughs> i need that I need, i'm i gonna need the baggy back yeah <laughs> and he's selling like just s- funny
1: I, it's it's one of those things you wouldn't even like at least i wouldn't necessarily even think of mm. but like yeah you're just never getting plastic bags how long does it have to go before society can make plastic bags again you know probably never again based little, on yeah well maybe but yeah it's it's one of those things i think about with like in terms of like the walking dead and stuff um and it's we when we watched uh, a couple episodes of that show, right? Yeah, we never we finished a joke, it. We made the joke where it was like, "Yeah, I just I don't know if it'd ever be worth. It. I just don't know if I could bring myself to like fight all the way through it. Because you know, on the other side, you're just you're never getting it all back. It's just intense oh, camping
0: right. at a, at a certain you're point. You're
1: never getting it
0: all back, mm-hmm. right?
1: Because here's the thing: even if we rebuild up society to a pretty reasonable level, right? We got electricity. We got solar panels and hydroelectric. Like we have running water again, and and lights and shit. Like you can watch movies. Like that. That'd be pretty great. Watch the old movies. We're like we're like eighty percent there. But you know what's never gonna ha- like you know what is never even in the future for the Walking Dead universe? It's based- like Doritos. Oh, no. like they're never getting new Doritos. There's
0: ne- no more Liberty Brew. They're never getting Mountain Dew
1: again. It's it'll be it'll be decades before they can realistically make soda again yeah. in, in a mass
0: produced scale. It'll be like old 1800s soda, like sarsaparillas and yeah and tonics and shit, where they just make cocaine and <laughs> with your they're like you got this cocaine, Rick? Is this something we can just do? Like you know what I mean? Like oh, what, absolutely. What do you all like the all, every, everything that we take take for granted here is like nothing that you could never reach because they never all, reach there's right? not enough people no it's, one
1: knows there's just not an there's no one person who knows enough yeah it's one of those it's, that thing that it's they say. a thing that's just a warhammer they're gonna forget the ways but that happens now like they say that there's like there's no one person who would know how to make a cell phone yeah, that makes sense there's like a bunch of different dudes who all are specialized in it but like there is no one guy who you could save in the event of an apocalypse to be like all right he'll be the phone guy he'll be like i i know how to make the screens yeah. I was on a, I was on the liquid screen guy. So like it's, it's you know it's it's pretty hard. We make those screens are very diff- They're very hard. They're they're made out like we called it sapphire. You know, and, yeah. the, and they're and we're like so but the chips. And he's like oh he's like I know there's cobalt involved. <laughs> no no no. I uh, I I don't do the chips. Do the chips.
0: <laughs> it's Terrible. It's just a dreadful. And then they get the
1: chip and you're like all right. So we need a chip guy. But then it's like so and so and so you'll program right. You'll you'll download it onto the ch- and he's like well no I I don't I don't put stuff onto the chips. I just I just
0: make the vessel. I build... I just make the chips. Understand. Yeah. So that's, that's what it, that's what we're dealing with, but with mm-hmm. Doritos.
1: Like we may be like, okay, we've we're, we've we've made enough we've farmed enough corn that we could realistically make a vaguely corn like tortilla chip, chip of some kind, but a specific process of, of frying it up and the when the seasoning jackets lost to us forever. It's like it's like
0: Roman concrete or that fertilizer yeah. from the Amazon. Yeah. It's like a, a That's what I always think when people are like, oh, yeah, if you give me a cell phone and go back in time, I could, like, take over the world. It's like, well, no, you don't know anything, man. It's going to die right away. Yeah, they'll just think you're a witch and kill you with rocks, probably. Yeah, probably. Also,
1: it's like, they can't read down it. Nothing you bring on there, they'll be able to read. Yeah, they
0: just speak in some vague form of Latin but sound like Italians.
1: For all we know, you would bring it back and it just wouldn't work because of, like, the polarity of Earth or something. That's true. I mean, we probably do know, but I'm going to pretend like we don't know. (laughs) It would just, just stop working. Because the internal clock wouldn't be able to register. And there's no satellites. It's like Y2K. Well, there is no satellites. You wouldn't get any internet or anything. It would just be whatever's on there. it <laughs> you'd be like, well,
0: this is Angry Birds. You'd,
1: you'd just as well just bring back like a Kindle. Like a loaded up Kindle and be like, guys, I got the great works of literature. Oh, you can't read English. Oh.
0: Ooh. I can translate it to Spanish. Oh, wait. This is like proto-Spanish. Like this Spanish is equal. Is every language I have is incomprehensible because they haven't gotten to that point yet. Oh, and they've killed me. Oh, oh, God. Oh, spear. That's a spear. They just, they heard foreign language, and they just opened me right up. I was pointing at a thing they didn't understand, and they some guy got a sword, and he just attacked me from behind.
1: But yeah, so he's, long and short of this, he's, he's a bit of an unsavory character, because um, you just got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, and honestly, like, not to be grim about it, but you do kind of wonder with Joel, is like, why did he? Like, why did he bother? You know? Yeah. he I don't remember if he ever gets into it at any point, like, his philosophy there. Hey, it's probably a thing of, like, to keep her memory going, because if it's not him, then, like. Who's gonna, gonna no remember? And maybe I'm sure Tommy was part of that. And that's another another change from the game is that he's um he's more invested in Tommy and he he wants to get Tommy. As of the beginning of this series, he's like, "I gotta find my brother," kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the game, um, by the time of the like beginning of the these events here, um, him and Tommy had like fallen out and were like not really speaking. Yeah, I mean they weren't sp- they're not speaking because of distance, but he wasn't as worried about it. I guess basically. Hmm. so that's kind of a change as well that i'm interested to see play out because he he seems more motivated to find tommy and stuff so actually that goes yeah but um the the basic premise here is is pretty much the same the, the difference is that in the in the game it's a cache of weapons that um what's his name robert uh i think it's the guy that they this guy screws him over. Yeah, yeah, he steals a battery from him. He steals... In the game, it's a cache of weapons that he steals and then sells to the Fireflies. In this, it's a battery because, again, he wants to get a truck so that he can get to... Uh, Tommy. ...to Oklahoma to see Tommy. Um, I thought it was Wyoming. Or whatever it is. Pff, same difference, am I right? Yeah, about the same. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, so, yeah, it's just... Again, it's just like a minor thing, but I'm, I'm curious to see how it'll play out because they stumble even more backwards into it, I guess, in the, in the show. Or mm-hmm. in the game, rather. So, in the game... She's like, all right, I don't got your weapons, but why don't you smuggle this little gorilla out for me? Um, so that is, again, it's it's very on on the money in terms of like, at least for this first episode, the setup of all this stuff, It's it really is very accurate. Like, honestly, on a level that I feel like I rarely have ever seen in any yeah. kind of adaptation. But again,
0: it's because it's so easy because they're basically just adapting... Something that someone already shot a movie. It's basically right. It's just copying someone else's work, essentially, in a lot of ways. So there's no reason to change a
1: lot of it because it already worked the first time. And again, it's barely a different medium, almost. Yeah, because the cutscenes are—they really are just like little movies or or television. Like they again, the way they shoot them with camera angles and shit, it's like the same thing, Mm anyway. So, um, but that's the—that's the long and short of it. Is that Ellie? They got Ellie, and uh, the—the reveal at the very end of this episode, basically is that the reason she's so important that the fireflies want to get her across the country and that they're paying essentially um, Joel and Tess to get her out is because um, she's immune to the fungus to the fungus which, she was bit weeks ago and she has yet to turn so she's immune which as we said doesn't make a ton of sense it doesn't necessarily make a ton of sense
0: like what is what is what does that mean what, what
1: form does immunity take well and here's the thing like i said then um the tv broadcast scene is added for the show and it casts more doubt like directly right Mm -hmm. within the context of this story it sets up that like maybe maybe this doesn't make sense kind of thing which is kind of something that's maybe implied in the game and um definitely like has entered into fan discourse about it of like based off of what we understand about fungus it doesn't really make sense but i think the general consensus was more or less like listen it doesn't make perfect sense, but it's one of those things where, well, it's just a video game, so you just kind of accept it on its own logic. And if the internal logic of the game is they're going to make a cure for Meli, then, okay, you just kind of go with it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if this show is itself casting doubt on that, right? It might be a plot point. It might be a, a plot point that they actually more directly address in the game, or than, than in the game. So I'm I'm curious to see how that goes, but yeah, I think they the putting that seat out there in the very first episode, like and people picking up on it like that of like, hey, is it is intentional? What's going on here? So we'll see. It'll I think it'll definitely enter into into the the overarching thing here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they get. I guess we'll, we we want to talk about our our actors here. So sure, obviously, I mean we've been known, but it's Pedro Pascal and it's Bella Ramsey as uh Joel and Ellie, and I think I think they both do pretty solid in their I'd say introduction
0: so. here. From what I know about the characters, they represent them pretty well.
1: Again, people are already like have complaints about how they're not exactly the same as in the game, but um I think largely they're they're doing a good job so far. And then again, that's one of the things where apparently that was an accepted element of this adaptation. In that article we were reading with the showrunner there, he was like, Yeah, they're different. Like I he had them not explicitly not play the game themselves, so they didn't have the full exposure to that portrayal of the characters so they're not just doing you know uh impressions of like the the voice actors from the game or anything yeah which i think is for the best because again it's one of those things where it's like all right let's let's bring over the plot almost one-to-one it seems at least thus far right Mm. um so one of the one of the things you may as well change is like well at least get some fresh eyes on it from this angle right like have your your cast be different enough to like produce a slightly different portrayal because otherwise what are yeah, what is the point, right? Yeah, what are we doing here? So, I think I think it's cool. I'm curious to see how it, how it goes here. Yeah. I'd say I'm I have to have a fan of all the actors. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're big fans of Pedro Pascal, so. Yeah, we love him. He's them. good. I think he's got the chops to handle it, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, people being mean to the, the actress of Ellie, of course, because people are awful and the worst. People are doofuses. Yeah. People, I, there's nothing for it, really. Yeah, just <laughs> terrible. No good. We don't even talk about it, because there's people being the worst. Um, Yeah. I was like, keep her locked up in this room. I'm just watching it. Yeah, just tell her.
1: Yeah, I don't like. It's this is a They're weirdly maybe a change. I don't. Rem- the thing is, you don't see Ellie until you see her in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Until you, as Joel, you encounter her. So I don't know if they did that, but it doesn't. The implication always seemed to me that they like she was in on it. Like she, yeah, she knew it was up. Yeah. Like I don't think they had to keep her there and locked up because she was like more or less on board. So I don't. I don't know. It's weird, but. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, so then they they get the mission basically from Marlene, right? When they roll up to try to get their stuff back, Mm -hmm. Um, cool little details that Marlene is actually her actor is literally her voice actress. The voice actress, and I don't don't think they did. I don't think they did the mocap on it back then, but the the voice actress from the game, which is kind of interesting, as far as I know, she's the only one who that is the case for. I thought for a second maybe Tess was the same as her voice actor, but um, that is not the case.
0: That's that's just kind of interesting. That's another thing. It's like, wait a minute, you're you're getting the same people now. Yeah, you're not even trying. Even like, oh well, we might. I mean, we're doing all the shots. Well, uh, if they're available.
1: Um. But so they're basically in exchange for the, all the all the stuff they could want. They're supposed to take Ellie out to the the outside of the quarantine zone. Meet at the state house, and then they'll they'll uh, part ways there, and they get all their stuff, and they can go find Tommy. So they they get out. They sneak out under the cover of night, and then Joel encounters uh. Well, they encounter Jill's soldier friend who he selling the drugs to, him, and they're like, "Well, I gotta bring you in. I gotta do this
0: procedure-wise." Um, so Ellie just stabs him in the leg, and Jill beats the shit out of him. So. Yeah, As, uh, and they talked about it in the behind-the-episode about the differences between when Jill kills someone in front of his in front of Sarah and when he kills someone in front of Ellie. Because when he kills that the old woman who's possessed by not possessed but like taken over by the fungus, she's like shocked and freaking out and like doesn't know what to do because her dad just killed someone and she doesn't understand what's going on. But then Ellie, it says like the way the showrunner described or whoever was talking was like he was activated. That's the adjective be used because she's like, oh, now this guy's gonna protect me, and like people can treat me like shit, but this guy's kind of down for it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna think I'm gonna stick with him, and uh, yeah, they're going on the streets of Boston to meet up, and then obviously they're not just gonna part ways to the state house because they're just gonna keep going.
1: What? You don't, you don't think they're just gonna kind of hand her off and be on their way? But they said, no, but they're getting, I don't think you, you must, you might have missed the line. Okay. They're getting a truck and they're going to have a bunch of like guns and supplies and stuff. And then they're just going to go meet Tommy with their truck. They're just going to drive all the way there. Oh, it's going to be really easy. I guess. It, I guess no, they'll just take the truck, Jack. It'll be oh, super the tru- easy. Oh, okay. yeah they'll just If drive. they have a truck, I thought
0: they're going to walk all the way. No, they'll
1: just drive with the truck they get and, and they'll see. But, see you, Ellie. Goodbye. Not so much traffic. It was nice knowing you. It's a quick, quick little job. In and out. Like 20 minute adventure. Yeah. You know? 20 minute adventure. 20 minute. HBO Max show. I don't see what else could happen, really. Yeah, I'm thinking this will be a two, three part. They really should have called it The Last of Tommy because it's just about finding Tommy, I think. Yeah. And then they'll, and that's it. And they'll be like, where are
0: that Ellie girl? And they go, (laughs) I don't know. And they'll be like, cure discovery. I don't, I don't think about her at all, really. And then it turns out they can actually reverse all the people who were zombified back to regular people and they're, and everything's But they live forever now. Yeah. and And then they make Doritos. Oh, they're like,
1: Fellas, we have enough people to fire back up the Dorito machine. <laughs> <plane. laughs> the Dorito oh my, machine. Yes, it was all worth it. And they it. chant Dorito machine. Uh but yeah, that's that's where we live. Oh, yeah. We got to get to the courthouse, I guess. Nah, Buffalo, the oh, there it house, is. Uh, Buffalo. Little Big ups. Big ups. It's on the map. You got to love it. I mean, I that- like how I need to break out a map to be like, hmm, how do we get to, how do we get all the way over there? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, guess, it- I guess this highway.
0: I guess just driving straight. What do you think about Tess character, I like Tess. I think she's neat. Think she's cool. I like when she was like, "Don't go on how like Clint Eastwood on him, huh?" Joel. I really like their dynamic, and it's the
1: same from the game. They have a really interesting kind of relationship. Um, and I mean, I suppose it's it's more or less up for interpretation. Is kind of one of the interesting things about it. But I always took it as like I don't think it's really meant to be implied that they necessarily have a like an actual romantic relationship relationship going on necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are just probably kind of like I mean. They're pretty much all each other's got, in a way. But they're. Not, I don't think, yeah, necessarily that they're romantic. It's just like, I don't know, we just hang out, we're just friends. Just the way that is. it is, yeah. Just the way, but like, what else are you going to do, you know? Yeah, we share a bed. How many beds you got, yeah. right? Like, what do you...
0: A lot of the beds left in the apocalypse, big guy. Yeah, so...
1: maybe Again, I think part of the interesting thing is that it is kind of up for interpretation, but... And it's probably one of the things where neither of them are really interested in that, or like... Wouldn't admit it, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they are not going to get all lovey-dovey with each other because it's
0: like I, I hate everything. Cause the the apocalypse, yeah. So it's like, oh, well, we
1: know what we got going on here, and we're, we're we're cool with it, but we don't really gotta talk about it. No, not
0: only is the world ended, but we're stuck in
1: Boston, and they, I, you know, I don't know if we ever, I don't, I don't think we ever get any specifics about Tess, but it, the implication is very much that she's also probably lost people, right? And mm. he's lost
0: people, and it's like it's just not. It's not what it's about, right? Yeah, it's not... They're not like, oh my gosh, I think I'm we're actually in love. It's like... Let's just sad. beat the shit out of some dudes together. and Yeah, let's just get... Let's just do drugs and drink alcohol. That would be good for me.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I don't know, but got, what is, the world sucks. That's a big thing. It's a big thing that I kind of forgot of, like, just how bad it was in The Last of Us world. Mm. But no, this is pretty... This is like... As bad as you can get. It's
0: about as bad as you can
1: get. Well, I guess... You, it, it is kind of rare, maybe, that you see um a, a zombie apocalypse type scenario like this progressed so far mm-hmm. and that they do take it out so far as like 20 years on and it's just like oh it it never really bounced back it never rebounded like the walking dead right um by this point they've rebounded pretty well yeah and they're starting to really claw their way back but this is just like no it, it might just only ever be getting worse yeah
0: it's got, you're just kind of delaying the inevitable of the total collapse
1: well, like i thought you know when um when they're burning all the bodies, I'm like, they have that many bodies to burn? Like, what, is this
0: every day? Is we Like, they can't be having enough kids to offset that. No, not at all. You see a couple, there's a couple people who are pregnant, but, like, how many of them? Yeah, right? And the system they
1: got going here is just this authoritarian, like,
0: Confusing. horrible
1: thing. And, like, interest, I, I do want to talk about the fireflies a little bit. Because, um, again, it's it all kind of, like, there's a, there's a lot of sort of morality at this. And, like, who's, who's in the right in this world, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ends up being a, a sort of big idea. Um, and so I thought it was very interesting. And again, I think it would be intentional is the scene where, um, Marlene is like yelling at them for not following her exact orders without question kind of thing. Yeah. And then she immediately, like literally one sentence, she's like, why don't you just follow orders and do exactly what I tell you? And then the next sentence she's like, we're fighting against a military dictatorship. And I'm like, I I think the implication kind of there is that she's kind of lost. They also have. That's what they have, basically, Mm -hmm. is, like, a a military thing. But they just, I guess they're not self-aware enough to admit it. To admit it, to be like, well, we also are a military organization where we expect and, you know, demand complete and total obedience.
0: Without any question. But it's okay
1: because we're the good guys, and we're going to just do it to fight the bad guys. And then, and it's like, yeah, it's do a bunch of bombings. It's the way everyone thinks, I think, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're doing a bunch of... Fucking car bombings, like where the IRA. That's that's how you win the hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works yeah. so well for the IRA, exactly. So it's it's interesting. They got they got some things going on. I mean, I mean, I I guess their whole this whole campaign that they have has been building towards just trying to get Ellie out. And so like that's a pretty worthy cause, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's like what are, what are you guys doing here? What is this? Yeah, you got the the resources are so low. You're just gonna blow up all these federal guys. So what? You can also make an ineffective and useless government because who who could. Can you really do much better? I mean not to not to excuse all the all the authoritarian stuff they got going on, but at the same time, there's just does not seem like there's a lot to work with for anyone.
0: No, not at all. I mean there's slowly running out of stuff and you kill people and there's just less people and kinda of becomes a snow piercer where like think, yeah. eventually you run out of bullets and then you're it's just like how long does it go for? Yeah. Especially when you're just euthanizing kids like beagles.
1: It's tough. It's again, it's like a it's a horrible, horrible Thing they got going here in a well, lot of truly. ways, um, but again, it's—I mean, it's the—it's the very last of us, Jack. Once again, I think they probably chose that name for a reason. No, why would they? He probably just picked out of a hat, I think. But so, what do you think? Do you think—do um, you think Jill's gonna end up liking
0: Ellie, or probably you think probably not? Or? Probably not. They're probably gonna be at, at odds with each other. I don't think that think she's gonna. gonna... Like, oh, I'll never get you. you will n- never remind me of my lost daughter, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, probably me, not. You right? open up have? my heart once more. Probably not, right? Because it'd be likely. fucking lame. <laughs> it's called liberal propaganda. Am I right, fellows? Uh, uh, yeah, Jack, I bet that's. Who would you invite me to find a new uh, show to <laughs> watch here? <laughs>
1: um, Anything else on really HBO <laughs> this, this month?
0: No, never again. They're closing HBO. It's closer for business. It's a going out of business sale. But yeah, overall,
1: what what did you think is as first episode here? That was quite good. Pretty solid. Oh, right? yeah,
0: and I'm very excited to see where it goes from here.
1: I think it looks great overall. Oh, it I mean, does. It's got H- but again, this is kind of like easy mode because this is like, it's mostly just people walking around in flannels and shit, right? Got like dirt covering them. It's just clothes. It's just clothes that you like, I don't know, does they like rub rocks on them or some shit? How do you just, how do you professionally distress a piece of clothing so mm-hmm. that it looks movie distressed? Just kind of stomp on it a bit. Probably stomp on it. Yeah, they probably stomp
0: on it. Professional yeah. stompers. It's some kid who like studied costume design at exactly. Juilliard and be like, exactly. all right, get st- Pedro Pascal needs 16 yeah. shirts stomped by the end of the day. <laughs> he really does so yeah probably it's probably about it
1: but again it's like in a lot of ways this really is I mean not to not to discredit what they've done here but it is kind of adaptation on easy mode but it makes you wonder too why more adaptations don't just do that just do what they already did if Yeah, it's well liked
0: yeah, why, why try to why be like oh I gotta make my thing different
1: why put your pride away you coward but, again, sometimes it's because, and, and that's, uh, again, the advantage here is that because they are just wearing clothes and stuff, it's a relatively easy one to do. Whereas if you're doing, like, the walking, or not the walking, oh, sure, the walking, but I, Halo, right? It's like, man, it's expensive to make everything look like they do in the game. That's probably why those games cost, like, half a billion dollars to make sometimes. And that should
0: look like shit.
1: And, yeah, so, this at least, though, again, everyone's just wearing clothes, so. Although I did see some people be like, man, the game looks better, I think. It's like, maybe, it's, I mean, it's a different thing, right? Yeah. It's even even the, game, the the newest, like, um, remaster that they've done, it's like, I mean, it's still a video game world, right? It has its limitations, and it is kind of like, I suppose there's there's something to enjoy there in that aesthetic of, like, a just, you know, a sort of, you know what I mean? Like, the, mm-hmm. the sheen that you kind of get from a computer-generated yeah, world like that. optimized and refined. Like, I mean, it's not really the same. Like, these are real people and stuff, so you got to give them that.
0: It's pretty good graphics in the real world, I'll say, fellas. I, I
1: think so, generally, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see it getting the, the sort of reception that it is. And people generally seem to be on board for it and stuff. So,
0: yeah. should be cool. Perfect. So, I think we're probably set there. I'd say so. Incredible. So, let's attack out of that into a little, another trailer trash, trailer cash here with the um Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. That's right. Perfect. So, very exciting stuff. Uh, We've been talking, uh, both of us, big fans of the Mandalorian. Uh, I'd say it was probably my favorite Star Wars, like, Show or movie up until Andor because Andor is like I said Andor might might edge out but I think I think my fanboyness might win out in the end as it does for all Star Wars fans. I mean they're, they're different things they don't gotta f- fight.
1: No. We talked about it I think several times during Andor when people being like yeah it's not fair to say like quite, even though we I think we lean in sometimes for the memes of it all. Because we really did like Andor, but it doesn't have to be uh, a straight-up, like, one-to-one thing of, like, oh, yep, well, Andor did this, and so the Mandalorian's never going to be as good as it. This, this, you know. There was a lot of people coming at it from, like, the, oh, this makes everything else look kind of dumb, don't you think? Like, Andor's so serious and, and this and that that, like, the Mandalorian's going to seem lame by comparison because it's just a more, like...
0: Star wars show. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Good way to put it. Because yeah, it's very much the... Like, like that meme, I think we've, at least we've obviously talked about off-pod, on-pod, just like, most of the Star Wars shows are just like, I get to be, I get to write Star Wars, because I, I saw Star Wars as a kid, and I loved it, and now I get to play with all the action figures, and then Tony Giro was like, what if I just did a comics manifesto a little bit, huh, huh, Kathy, Kathleen Kennedy? So, the Mandalorian's back to that form of just like, it's just a bunch of Star Wars, people doing Star Wars things, and you know, we love That's it. That's alright, though. Yeah, and Pedro Pascal's there, but you can't see him. He's hiding. He is. He's probably on set most of the time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What do you think?
0: He had a number? A number of times he was on set?
1: Six. Sometimes, like, I think in The Mandalorian Season 2, he actually was in the suit more often, really? actually, than in Season 1. You think he wanted to be? I think it's just a scheduling thing. I think he's more, more than happy to do it.
0: Right, of course.
1: But at the end of the day, he doesn't have to be there for most of the episodes or, or most of the scenes of most... like. You know, some of those episodes he probably came in and shot for one day, whereas, you know, they, they film the rest of the episode across the course of a week or two or something. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's just when he's able to with other stuff going on, probably. Because at the end of the day, if they don't need him, like, well, they're not going to hold up the whole thing for him and he doesn't have to reschedule shit for, just for it when he can just come and um, ADR all his lines at, yeah, exactly. at, at like
0: one afternoon. and yeah, just match it up. Just be like, all right, here's the footage of the guy standing there. Just pull James Earl Jones or. You know, pretty. I
1: mean, he puts an effort to that.
0: Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Of there's like
1: in the um, behind the scenes thing for the first season of The Mandalorian. What was it called? What's that show called? It's on Disney Plus. Oh, uh, with John Favreau
0: on that? Yeah, yeah. So, Thumbnail know what you're talking about.
1: He actually, you know, he puts it like they're there and, and Dave and I think John were both there and they're like giving him direction and stuff and he's generally going for it, but still,
0: it's like it's just ADR. It's an assignment. It's kind of Rock and Raccoon in a lot of ways. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Very yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. So. Or like Jarvis, like Paul Bettany used to yeah, do for Jarvis. Yeah, absolutely. Where he's like, I, don't, I haven't filmed my lines yet. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he talks a lot about um, Mandalorians. Uh, it seems like this the dialogue in this is like a speech he's given to like a group. Obviously, we don't. It's just a bunch of clips overlaid with his dialogue. Of course, of course. The idea is there. I talked about how- like, As in a trailer. As in a trailer, what, of course. You, you know trailers. You all know trailers on here. Um, in a the trailer, the, the audio you're hearing doesn't always directly
1: line up. With the footage that you're seeing, actually. It, it, not not a lot of people know this, but this is true. Those In the final product of, of whatever film or television series that you're seeing,
0: that audio will likely not be matched up with the visuals. Original visuals. Now, okay. I hope you're sitting down for that, because if not, you might have fallen to your knees in your various uh, Walmarts or some such stores. He's talking about what they are. He's like, we're splintered, we're scattered, uh, we have to know how to fight, we have to know how to travel the galaxy, all this good stuff. We we'll of- see
1: tons. I mean, we saw lots in the previous one, but there is, mm-hmm. I think, even more. It's just we see lots of Mandalorians, like people yeah. in full, full, very armor colorful too. Is, like, I like yeah. that
0: it makes him stand out even more because he's just all silver with his best, his pure Beskar. Uh, yeah,
1: it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think that's intentional. Like, if you want to, th- I mean, one, it does look cool, but I think there's some thematic like things to draw from that of like why he hasn't distinguished himself yet. He's still playing and in, you know, unadorned, and like he hasn't chosen that sort of identity for himself. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it does just look cool, doesn't it? It is a way to make him stand out regardless. Oh yeah, on nice this shiny hollow lights. I've seen people like fan art and stuff, or and maybe it's even concept art, um, about like what he could look at it, look like as as like Mandalore as the leader. Like I've seen people do him up with like gold accents on onto the silver and stuff. That'd be cool. Might be, yeah.
0: Might be. Yeah. Uh, we see a couple of shots of Mandalore. It's the mines. The shot. the waters or whatever. The waters beneath Mandalore. Um, those are um, we see some flashbacks with Grogu to Order sixty six. So we're gonna.
1: It's what it seems, right? Yeah, yeah. So some of this, where, do you, where someone was like, "Do you think this is related to the scene from the Book of Bullfin?" Yeah, of course. What else would it? What yeah. you think? It's just a different random Order sixty six scene. Um, but I don't know if you noticed. I I didn't until someone pointed out on Twitter, probably. But in that in that Order sixty six looking shot, it kind of looks like they're someone's trying to get in with a lightsaber. Oh yeah, it's pretty fun. I do- I mean, I doubt they're gonna like show any kind of like lightsaber fights or anything. I think, but I just think even just the implication of that's kind of interesting. Of like, mm. oh yeah, that's probably uh, our old boy, Annie. Probably Anakin busting in there. Um, but it's, it's weird. I mean, it seemed like it did kind of seem like we got most of the uh, context in the book of both there. So I'm curious to see what else is going on here that we need to see again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, how many how many dudes went down to save our boy Grogu? Like, was he really
0: that important? Maybe. I mean, I guess he's another Yoda. I guess we'll see. Probably yeah. the idea is that, like, if he survives, he'll survive long enough that he could... It's like the... It's probably like we talked about like the apocalypse thing. Like, he's actually yeah, sure. something that would... He would survive long enough that it would be worth it, because he could yeah, bring he everybody would. back. He could bring it
1: all back. He could bring back the Doritos. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Metaphorically. Those metaphorical sport, uh, space Doritos.
1: Um, we see a cool shot of all these TIE Interceptors um, chasing down a... Uh, this is a Mandalorian Fang fighter. Ooh, it was very cool sweet. It's a really cool ship. I... I Do we see any shots of it? It spins. It's supposed to spin, right? So the wings spin around it, Mm -hmm. like the center of it there. Um, They do it in Rebels a lot. See, it just kind of rotates, but, like, there's shots in Rebels where it literally is just, like, as it's flying, they're just spinning, like, a top. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Around the central thing of it, which is pretty sweet, so... Mm -hmm. We'll see. It looks like it's it looks like it's Din piloting it, but it also again could just be like trailer um magic yeah, where fuckery
0: where they cut cut it in such a way that
1: yeah that could be Din in the cockpit of like the N one. I think it really it actually really might be. It look, kind of looks like it. Yeah, um, it does. And then it's could be someone else piloting this Fang Fighter. Mm. Um, we do know Jack. Ooh, you'll, you'll love this. You always do. Um, one of the leaked Lego sets for this year <laughs> is a is a like a two pack kind of scenario where it's. It's the Fang Fighter and a Tie Interceptor, which Ooh, should be neat, should be cool. We haven't had a Tie Interceptor since like 2007 or eight. Huh. It's been a, it's been an absurdly long time for you think. But yeah, those are, these are cool. Um, it's very much in the same sort of like design, um, sort of language as the, um. Mandalorian, like, transports, which are, like, basically slightly bigger versions of that, which we saw in The Mandalorian Season 2. Bo-Katan still has one. Yeah. And they're in the Clone Wars and stuff. So, very cool. Big fans of those ships, actually. I'm, oh, absolutely. I think they're sweet.
0: No, one of the one of the issues with this, I think, Oh, else? It's coming out March 1st, uh, which was coming out in February, but, you know, it's coming out eventually. hmm On the spring. Uh, but one thing is that, you know, this season, you look at it and you go, man, we should do the book both of the way they did it. A lot of ways, Jack. Yeah, I was gonna bring this up. So, um,
1: I, had, I had two discourse bits that we could talk about. Incredible. Uh, briefly, um, and that was one of them. That was one of the big discourse bits that's been going around this week. Um, we got the Babu freaks. That's great. Yeah. And we got some kind of weird creature that uh, Grogu tussles with briefly. Maybe it force show them. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I don't know what that is. It's one that doesn't immediately jump out to me. It could be like you know what it kind of reminds me of. It reminds you something from the chest set. The yes, hollow chess. it does. I wonder if it's one of those. I don't know those all by name there's people who do i'm not i'm not even at that level
0: thank god myself so that's i Couldn't feel like say. that's a bit too much um people um, what were we saying
1: uh just about the oh yeah book of boafet Bo- so of Fett. yeah it's been going around a lot um now that the marketing for season three is in full swing here and people are ready to watch it and stuff um there are a a non-trivial amount of people who are like didn't watch the book of Boba Fett and are now ready to tune in for season three of the mandalorian and are like wait how did he get back? What yeah. happened? How he get a new ship? And um, we we went into this pretty in depth with the last, last year, couple episodes yeah. of the Book of Boba Fett when it was airing. But I am pretty much as confident as ever. Um, that I I think I think the Book of Boba Fett just was initially meant to be the Mandalorian season three, and someone maybe outside of although I didn't we like read some article or something where he 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 arg- he said that wasn't the case. Who uh, to- I think Favreau did. Maybe, but I don't believe him. No. I'm just gonna say I, I don't believe him. I think I just he think, lied. I think he's a liar. It just doesn't make any sense otherwise. I really think that what it was is that he was like he was ready to do like a big swing. He's like, listen, I want to do the Man of the season three. Not have Din Jarn be in it for the first five episodes. Just we'll just do a Boba Fett thing, and then we'll bring him in, and it'll be a, it'll give the kind of enough time for the whole grogu thing to breathe and like we'll wait it out and see and then it'll it'll keep going a little bit because otherwise the way it is here is that there's like in terms of the the Mandalorian itself the
0: series right there's zero downtime between the two events between him leaving and him then being reunited yeah. right the very deep dramatic event of Luke picking up grogu and then immediately is like and we're in a ship and we're back right. not not even like certain the season with Oh, and now we're reunited. in Episode oh, yeah, it's one. It's just like we've it's already happened. Yeah. For all um, intents and purposes, if you don't watch Book of it happened off screen. It, it happened off screen. It literally happened off screen.
1: In terms, as far as this series is concerned, yeah. it was off screen. Which again, it just there's no way. I refuse to believe anything else because you would you just wouldn't do it otherwise. No. I really think that's what they intended it was to do, and it was probably too big of a swing. And whoever was involved was like, you can't do that, John. You got to call it something else because people are going to get pissed if they tune into five episodes of The Mandalorian. And he probably would probably want to do because it, it would be a big swing because it really would be like, we had this big dramatic moment at the end of season two. We're going to let it breathe. We're not even going to see him for several episodes to let people kind of like have that suspense sort of build up. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, having the, the episodes in the book both that they did, it just doesn't make any sense otherwise. Yeah. Because they are too too important Too important to this series to be in a different show um, and now the counterpoint to that that I saw this week was basically yeah. like how about just watch it though why wouldn't you just watch it right and I would say I, I wouldn't disagree with that
0: mm-hmm. personally I don't know what I, I, I can definitely see where they come from with that because it's like well book Boba Fett showed up in the Mandalorian and you still watched his show so watch the Boba Fett show but also another thing uh, you can go to watch the Boba Fett show not great uh, it's not
1: it's not as good, but also yeah. it's one of those things where, like, I don't know, you just got to do it, I guess. Like, Star Wars is very much an interconnected universe. Like, yeah, that's you, true. You should probably be seeing most... I mean, here's the thing. If you're into it enough to watch The Mandalorian, why would... Like, what do you got better? Your time's so precious that you'll watch The Mandalorian, but not...
0: Boba Fett? You won't just tune in? Give to watch. I mean, even so, you can just... This, even if you're not watching it weekly, if you're just like, well, I just want to... If you know, like... All right. People have told me that the Boba Fett hasn't been Lauren stuff. If you really want to be them, you that can much, just skip them. You can just watch the J- Din stuff, and you know that's kind of weird. You can just watch the last three or whatever it
1: is, and who,
0: get the gist of it. Yeah, who gives a shit about any Boba Fett stuff? Because again, you could be like, and that's just kind of things that don't matter. It's like, all right, I, w- I wouldn't do that because that seems a little insane, even for my standards. It's not just mm-hmm. some pretty wild media things, but like. You could. It's physically possible. Yeah, like I,
1: I have seen a couple things to that nature. People being like, I'm never even going to watch it. And it's like, well, you can. Like, you probably just should. Like someone be like, I it's, I don't know if it, how real it is, but someone uh, replied to like a post of the, the poster for this season mm-hmm. and was like, Wait, how did he get reunited with Grogu? And then, then later, on, they were like, "Huh." So this is—I guess this poster is how I learned that the the biggest like emotional crux of the whole series was resolved off screen in a different series that I'll never watch. And it's like, well, you sh- you can watch it, and you probably should. I mean, if you're into it enough to care, you also could just watch couple episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. I mean here's again, if you're a Mandalorian fan, those literally are Mandalorian episodes basically. So you'll
0: be fine. Yeah, you'll like it. Ahsoka shows up. You'll love that. It's literally got
1: Ahsoka and Luke in it. I mean it's ridiculous. It doesn't yeah, make D-
0: any sense. Dave they left Dave for when to get too close We he went, I'm just gonna yeah. write a couple of things and then he wrote Ahsoka and they were like, damn it Dave, you did it again. It just doesn't make it sense otherwise. And I, I <clears throat> had a real like it,
1: we went even more depth in the argument when we were watching it more so but it's like all the supporting characters are from the Mandalorian well not all of them, but a lot of them are like it just it just makes a lot of, a lot more sense that way than it does with yeah. actually Good. being a, its that, own separate
0: show. Our, our conclusion was that it, even if it would be confusing, either way it is confusing. But that's it's what I mean. Less confusing. It's only confusing the when if calling it the Mandalorian season three until after it's done. Yes, because once it finishes, you go, "Oh, that's why it's called that." But calling both it, Fett, it's more confusing because now you're like, "Okay, but now now we have this where it's like well, this is kind of just for... There's or there's two and a half, and there's three. Like, like I said, I
1: feel like it was kind of a marketing thing, maybe, where they're like, we don't want to call it this and have people sit through several episodes without him. It's going to turn people off. But again, I think if you're going to do a big swing like this, it's a big swing either way. Whichever version of events really happened, mm-hmm. it's a big swing, and it's like, he was never going to make everyone happy with this, because either they were like, well, we want to do a Mandalorian season where the Mandalorian isn't in it for four or five episodes, and so... That's too big of a risk, so we'll just call it something different to not get people's hopes up. But instead now you have a thing where, yeah, you just threw in absolutely essential episodes of the Mandalorian into a different show and that's also made people upset. So I don't know what exactly the answer was, but mm-hmm. I, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna wanna, you know, take a kind of risk of like, Hey, we're gonna do something different with this, which is cool. I mean I I'm on board with that generally speaking. But I guess just kind of stick to your guns about it more or so. Yeah, maybe? don't
0: maybe different isn't always better in some cases.
1: Yeah, I guess so. And again, I I think that really does kind of work as a premise of like, yeah, it was such a big emotional thing that they left on for season two is like, yeah, it's kind of cool to just be like, we're not even gonna show you him for a while, like really, like stew on what's happened here, think on it, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, we'll see. I guess just been an interesting discourse, like I said, yeah. seeing so it pop up again. It's like, yeah, that was so weird. Now, you know it's even
0: weirder, Jack? It
1: was just last year. It was like a year ago from yeah.
0: now. This was happening. Wild.
1: Didn't that seem way longer than that?
0: It does. It seemed like it was a hundred everything. Like even when we were thinking about the year end, I was like, "Oh yeah, Halo came out in 2022, and I we watched it. Doesn't seem like it should have." But back to the trailer. Um, we got to think talk about. It's not a very long trailer, truthfully. No, it's not. But it's they go not back right. to Navarro. Yeah. Griff
1: is wearing an even more elaborate
0: <laughs> elaborate outfit I like and to the love the it.
1: planet it looks even nicer like it's just becoming like rapidly gentrified. The funny thing too is like I like to imagine he to me it seems like it shouldn't be that long between these meetings like mm. I, I for some reason I almost only imagine it to be like a couple of weeks, which it has to be more that it has to be more like a matter of months, but I like to imagine that it's just like practically a handful of days and then he's just back like it, like in you know. From our perception, where it's like, I don't know, it's been like four episodes, what's that like, four four, or five days? (laughs) Then he comes back and it's just massive developments have occurred, there's like skyscrapers now. Yeah. He's gonna come back, it's gonna be like, Like by season five, they just keep doing this every season, where it's like, ah, and then he goes back to Navarro for an episode and
0: it's even more... And it's Coruscant. It's just gonna be Coruscant. He's like, I'm, to me, Supreme (laughs) Chancellor of this planet. And and he's just wearing like a Pope hat, like an elaborate (laughs) Bishop's outfit. It's gonna
1: become fucking... Uh, Hosnian Prime, and it's yeah. the planet that they explode. The <laughs> his Awakens, um, but yeah. So, what do we, what do we think the big calls are for like plot this? I mean, there's clearly lots of Mandalorians. I guess he's gonna reunite them, like, which is interesting. It'll be cool to see how he gets to that point yeah. because presumably his his mission at the st- very start of the season is just gonna be to get there and, and go cleanse in the waters yeah. so that he can be cleansed because he still believes in his. Cult for some fucking reason.
0: Cults hard to get out of, classically.
1: No, they really are, and you gotta give them that, at least. But it's it was tough, because you were like, oh, he took his mask off for Grogu, he's cool with it. But then, I didn't expect him to go back and be like, I must repent for my great sin. It's but, like, wait, no, no, no. Maybe the, you just don't. The development, wait, Din. Come on, Din, you're killing me, you're big guy. K- come on, Now man. you got your son back, and you're still like, alright, let's go bathe in the weird Mandalore waters. And he's
0: like, yeah, I don't want this like, horrible planet. It's horrible. Where everyone I knew died. Isn't that fun? I was on the moon for a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I think that a lot of this season will be him... <laughs> lived on the moon. <laughs> it's very funny to say. It's accurate. But it's, it's accurate, but it's, it's funny because you think about it from our perspective. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Because imagine if there's a group who just living on the moon. They just
1: lived on the moon for a bit. And,
0: and they were like, yeah, there's that real cult on the moon. They don't take off their clothes. They're all about the masks. And It's like, oh, ignore oh, those ooh, guys. Um, but no, I think it's going to just be him. Him and Bo-Katan kind of gathering strength to go against each other. Bo-Katan's like you fucking give me that fucking saber and he's like you can have it he's like no no I gotta fight you for it he's like all right well I don't want to do any of that so I think he's gonna be like hey Mandalorians I'm actually gonna be cool and I want to be your leader Bocatan's kind of mean to me Bo-Katan's like this guy sucks he's from that he's from the moon guys he's a moon cult guy this, this
1: part's so cool they drop the Mandalorians out of the oh I love that in the city very cool that's a class. that also they do a lot in the in the Clone Wars and stuff but it's cool to see in live action for sure. It's not clear where they are. Or what it kind of looks like Navarro, but I'm not sure. Like they're just tearing it up. These yep. Mandalorians. He's like, are. no. It took me three days to build the city like this. Paz Vizzo is there. He's he's kicking still. So I guess they're not that. They they got such a they got such a frenemy thing going on him and Din, don't they? Oh yeah. Because season one, they're like, he's like, oh yeah, rumble, rumble, rumble. But then he's like, hey, we're on the same side, brother. <laughs> This is the way, and he's like, "This is the way." But then, it, in the Book of Beowulf, there see, he was like, "I want your sword, give Get it to me. me." He was my ancestor, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, yeah, and now he's now he's helping out. I guess there he is. Oh, you think it's him in there? Yeah. Is it really?
0: I think, uh, it might be. Yeah, I think
1: it's a good chance. I guess I guess that never really occurred to me. I would assume it's not him. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> you think he's gonna take his helmet off and it's gonna be John Forever?
0: Oh yeah, that'd be very funny. <laughs> just like. It was up then, but he's talking like Happy does in Iron Man. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Because he's still got John Farrow's kind of chubby face, so like, yeah. it wouldn't fit. It's a for the because it's like a rugged face and it's kind of
1: slim. The thing is, like, I mean, we still don't, we, it's really pretty foggy, the whole exact, like, specifics of what happened in the Mandalorian purge and stuff and all that. So, remains yet to be seen, but you gotta think Bo-Katan would be more appealing than Din, because they'd be like, well... Most of us don't actually agree with what it is you're spitting, but at the same time, I guess like they wouldn't really be happy with Bocatan because she
0: kind of fucked the dog a couple
1: times, like twice, yeah, in a pretty notable way. Yeah, so the Dar- guess, Darth Maul attacked, yeah, like after at the end of the Clone Wars when the Empire took over, and then they rose up and they like had her lead again, even though she was reluctant. And she's they're like, "Come on, Bocatan, you're a, you're all about it." And then she lost to the Empire again, so you're
0: yeah, not doing too what.
1: I don't know we don't see it like uh what is it hide nor tail what you hide, what's the expression uh
0: i think hide nor tail good enough tide no tied nor tail definitely not tied oh, hide know. nor hair or... hide nor hair that's what it is see, I head it and tails head shoulders knees and toes uh we don't see her like at all in this trailer though do we yeah so i maybe don't know what she's in that she's in a big suit when she's fighting grogu she could be
1: i saw people being like like pointing to random female mandalorians in the background I was like is that sabine doubt it
0: yeah i think sabine probably would be more I mean, proud no it. yeah they'd oh, so be like hey dan it's
1: navarro. me sabine i mean I, I think there's a very good chance she'll be in this i think of the i don't think the whole ghost crew is going to be in this because like they're going to be in ahsoka more so for mm-hmm. sure but I, I obviously if anyone would be in it it would be sabine right because mm-hmm. she's mandalorian so she would have a kind of a, a dog in this fight do you see on navarro here um they have what appears to be a f- statue for IG-11. Oh, is that what that is? I was noticing that. I Looks, not... it, Yeah, it's like his foot and he's got... Bronze. Like... He's on top of like a pile of Stormtrooper helmets.
0: Oh, yes, he Yeah, that's
1: cool. Isn't that fun? Good on him. Good, good on you, God uh, bless Tyco uh, Tyco by Tyco by TD, TD. Robot. Thank you. You did it. You made you made right. Din less robot racist. And that's what it's all about, you know?
0: That's really what Starz is all about is being less racist to robots. Being,
1: being his friendship and things. And learning to over, overcome your grudges and
0: whatnot. Mm-hmm. Got the N one, of course. The, armor. the armor's back, I suppose, or it's just flashback. It's so hard to tell with these things. Yeah, she's gonna harass him, being like, you know, being kind of cringe. Do you think? Then he's like, oh, I guess. I'm re- I am so ready for him to be like,
1: actually, I don't. I don't know if I agree with you. I think
0: I think you're kind of cringe. Have I, t-
1: have I talked about it on the show before my theory of who she is? It's, I don't even think I've originated, and I might not have. A, I don't think you I think talked about, about it, it from somewhere else. I don't think you've talked about it. No. Maybe I I it's a, she's she could be Rook Cast, who is see I feel like we did this because you made fun of me for saying it too. Then I'm I must have. F- I probably did. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh my know. god, Rook Cast! So she's in the Clone Wars during the Siege of Mandalore. She's like one of Maul's right hand guys. Right, right. It's it's Gar Saxon and her. Um, I we know Gar
0: Saxon's the Bond one, right? Yeah,
1: we know what happens to him. Um, Sabine kills him with a lightsaber, but. Um, we don't know what happens to Gar, uh to Rook Cast and you know she's a woman, and like she was on Darth Maul's side of things, so she was kind of on a fringed element to begin with mm-hmm. there, sort of. So, uh, it it could be that she's like got some peculiar ideas about the way things ought to be and stuff, and that she could have been part of this group. I mean, it's it really depends timeline wise, I suppose, because we we see Din is rescued by. Um, in season one of the Mandalorian, right? The flashback, he's rescued by a bunch of dudes who appear to be wearing like death watch armor. So mm-hmm. they're just in the death watch. But I-, I guess we, we wouldn't know as the audience, the difference between death watch and the children of the watch, which yeah. is his, his like thing. So we'll see, but I'm, I'm ready for her to be like, have a full sort of like villain arc of like, actually I was a bad guy all along. I want the dark saber, but she really has, I don't know. It's, it's really unclear. It's that's what's interesting about her character. I suppose is that we can't, It's not really obvious whether she is meant to be like a bad influence or like she is trying to give him genuine sort of wisdom and guidance. Mm So it's kind of interesting because a lot of people, I think, in the fandom wise have like turned on her of like, yeah, she's kind of like whatever she's selling is no good. It's not what you want. (laughs) But at the same time, she largely seems to give pretty good advice. She was cool to Grogu. She's like, he's a Mandalorian now. He's a foundling. He's in your your clan. You got to give him back
0: to the Jedi.
1: They're all right. Yeah, Even she, though they were our enemies, you can probably help thousands me. of
0: years, and we invented <laughs> shotguns to fight them. She's
1: not, she's not
0: the worst, I guess, but she could we'll be better. See. So let's let's get to the let's get to the segment part of this. The what do oh, you yeah. think? That, what we think was trailer trash and trailer cash with this trailer?
1: Well, Jack, I do think it was pretty trailer cash. Um, that uh, the, he uses the actual like droid socket on the N one for an actual droid. They get R four. Uh, Five up in there mm-hmm. Skippy the Jedi droid as he was known in Legends <laughs> um, he's got the force maybe I've told you about this doesn't he kill himself so, so he in, can live in Legends it was because well okay also I should say it was in Legends in one of the um, Star Wars Tales comics which is they weren't even canon for Legends they were just like little anthology stories some of them like absurd like there's one about how Jar about, um, Jar, Jar Binks his dad yeah he was like shipwreck. a sailor yeah and about how much he hated his son for being such a disappointment <laughs> we're still gonna die like, that's a, uh, I think it was in that, or that, I'm pretty sure it was in that same comics. Mm. So, even even in Legends, it wasn't, like, meant to be taken literally of, like, this droid of the force, but whatever. In that, um, the droid has the force, and he sees the future, and he's like, this is important for the destiny of the galaxy, I must combust myself. Um, in canon, in um, from a certain point of view, he gets a chapter, and the explanation that R2-D2 just tells him, r 2 d like, Hey! Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rebel. I'm a spy. I'm yeah. on a secret mission. You gotta, bro. You gotta let me get in there. You gotta let me. <laughs> si- kill yourself. <laughs> hey, bro. Make yourself explode. Let me get in there. And then the droid's like, I don't know, man. And he's like, Hey, come on. I got come a mission. On. I
0: promise. Gotta,
1: dude, I got a really important mission, bro. You, come on. You gotta let me do this, bro. Holy shit, bro. Let me get in there. Bro, be chill about this,
0: bro. Would you just be cool and blow yourself up? And so then he does. So and she's like, Oh my god, I can't believe he did it. What a loser. <laughs> Bro, I can't believe you just exploded yourself. There was here. like, you gotta stop convincing see Droids to kill themselves. <laughs> it's like, but it's so much fun. It's so easy. They're so dumb. So yeah,
1: but he's all right. He's okay now. They fixed the motivator, I guess. So that's good. We, him... we saw him last season, and now he's just gonna be Dins Droid, I guess. That's Maybe. pretty good, or at least at least once, and at least for one journey is gonna be That's a how droid. it seems. So that's cool. We, hopefully, we get to see more of the N one in action. Maybe doing a little bit of star fighting because we obviously don't see it do any of that really. No yeah, it's ball like super business. fast. It should be real good. Unregistered because it's from fucking Naboo from the fucking pre Clone Wars era. That's right. Doesn't you don't need to get emissions tested on that baby? You no know, inspection, no registration, nothing. Hell no. That's like that's a, a ghost ship. It's like, it's like a ghost gun. It's incredible. Woo-hoo-hoo. So that should be cool. Um, See, I- that's why I am inclined to think that the scene is not him in that. Thing. yeah because right. why would they immediately replace it with a different ship they just you want when those, you could just have them. anyone else piloting that yeah maybe it'll be fenrao that'll be my that's my big big gut. you ready mm-hmm. i'm ready step aside sabine step aside hera ezra i don't give a shit thrawn get out of here I, I want me some fenrao he's my boy he's a guy from rebels he was uh oh yeah fenrao mandalorian dude i'm a big fan of his sounds cool he's, he's he was the leader of the protectors of concord dawn um, he's like a kind of old school Mandalorian guy. Like he's all about it. Um, he he stuck to the old ways even during the Clone Wars. Like he he fought in the Clone Wars on the side of the Republic, which is pretty sweet. So oh yeah, He's a pretty same I guy. Like that guy. Yeah, but he's a he's a cool dude. And like they, when they're doing the whole arc of like, I guess we're gonna take back Mandalore and stuff. Sabine's like, Do you want to be leader? And he's like, Nah, not for me. I'll help you though. I'll be a will on board. He's got some sick armor in both instances. He has he has like a pilot armor set that he has when when he's being a pilot, and then later on he's got like a it's it's actually very much like looks kind of medieval like a like a plate mail set. I'll show you mm-hmm. some pictures, but he's cool. He's my guy. I hope they do it. And the thing about him is that he is one of those perfect candidates for um just using the um the actor the voice actor oh, yeah. to, to play him. Because, he's just wearing a helmet. Well, because you're playing, but also I mean they do. I don't know if they literally based it upon him, but um what I was saying he's he's. Voice actor is this guy, name's Kevin McKidd. right. right he's yeah. in Grey's Anatomy and shit, so he's an actual like you know on-screen actor. And um, I think the appearance lines up more or less. I don't know if it's one of the ones where they directly based it upon him it's or what, like, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty close. I think, close certainly enough. close. Enough. And again, hair. being being that he is a screen actor and everything, yeah, you can it's easy enough. Oh yeah, you could bring him on. So, but yeah, that's that's my cash jack. Is not they got R4D4. It's, the, the it's your trash then. R5D4 in the thing. Your trash then. What's my trash, Jack. I don't know. Why do I got to do trash? That's what we do. That's it's all so nice. Well, if I thought the trailer was trash, I would have told you. I've told you it's cash, Jack.
0: Because hmm? well, like we've changed it up recently. Because usually we do both. We pick one reason why it's good and one reason why it's bad.
1: I think you've distorted the original intention behind this, this segment here. Well, right?
0: who could know? Anyway. uh what i think is it's tra- called trailer trash or trailer cash is it not but then we but then we only did that like once then we did the one way for a while and you went back on the old ways
1: do it I want. why don't you go
0: live on the moon or something huh going back the old ways uh what's trailer cash for me um G- see Jack, the joke is like it can
1: be funny and like you know it's a bit it's a bit of a misdirect to be like haha actually it's trash anyways but if we just do that every time that becomes the new expectation right we're not subverting anything. We're not... Or were we sub-
0: uh, I guess. I thought it was just like a fun thing. I don't know, man. Do what you want. Maybe I will. <laughs> no. I is the trailer cash? Um...
1: check. the real answer here is that I can't always think of something on the fly. It's a good, <sighs> decent enough to even say, okay? And so I just... <coughs> we just leave it. And mm-hmm?
0: the truth is revealed. No. Uh, I, mean, gonna... I can just say
1: that. Fenrir route wasn't in the trailer. Then there we go. That's pretty trash if you ask me. Boba it. Fett wasn't there. Well, That's pretty cash. Boba Fett, hmm? Hmm? We're not we, we didn't we're not going to see them reunited on screen in their own show. That's pretty that's pretty trash, I think. <laughs> but actually, you know what? Actually, scrap all what I just said. Um where's Luke? Where's Luke and Ahsoka? That's actually essential for my. You're enjoyment.
0: stealing
1: all of mine. Let me do mine. My enjoyment of this show is going to be entirely contingent on on exactly how many minutes of screen time Ahsoka and or Luke Skywalker receive, which yeah. should be all Double of digits them. each, right? Yeah. So what's, what's going up? on?
0: Yeah. Shout out to my friend, who maybe you will listen, who hates that Luke Skywalker's in The Mandalorian. Shout out to you, buddy. I disagree He hates that he's in The Mandalorian. He's not a big fan of him. When he saw him in season two, mm-hmm. let me tell you, you would have thought they killed his mouth in front of him. He was distraught. You know, okay. I, I'm a little extreme. I'm a little hyperbolic for the guy. He like genuinely disliked him? He it? did not. He wasn't a fan. I talked him down. I was like, I think it's fine, though. Who
1: was... Uh... Do you know what his, what's, like, his reasoning
0: was? Uh, his reasoning was that he didn't like that everything was connected to like the Skywalkers. Everything in Star Wars has to be like Luke and Anakin and all that. But I, my point was, a couple things. A, that's kind of the whole fucking point. That is the whole thing. And that's it, what the movies are. Even even divorce from that. B, yeah. he's the only other Jedi. He's the only one who could have showed up. We only had Ahsoka. She's the only other one. Ezra's fucking gone at this he's, point. He's like, missing. Yeah, he fucked off. And um, if you have those... there's Plo Koon's a robot, maybe, somewhere. You have those purists, like, those hardline
1: guys who are, like, they dislike... And we, we, we've talked about this before, but any time that there's a mention of a Jedi who may or, you know, potentially survive and stuff, people get upset by this. Because they're like, Yoda says in episode 6 that Luke is the last of the Jedi. And so, why is it, you know, is Ezra even count? Does Kane, like... W- Obviously, it's a, you know good thing Canaan died beforehand. So, like, I bet Cal Custis is gonna die before episode six to make the line work. And I'm like, I think you might be taking a little bit too literally, too literally but
0: because yeah, if they if they aren't practicing Jedi arts, they're not Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Like if you just, if there were like if they did, or all the Catholics, like like if they did what they did to Armenia, um, hypothetically, and then they were like half of them stopped practicing Catholicism, and there was one guy left. If the Pope taught another guy to be a Catholic, like you're the last Catholic. Hey, he's still less, right something to that effect they don't have to be dead they
1: just not do it anymore and again I maintain that like that was just Yoda telling him what he needed to... like you're the only guy yeah no one's coming to save
0: you it's gotta be you mm-hmm.
1: also cause they literally in episode 5 they're like there's another <laughs> there's <laughs> another true. so we got a backup plan yeah here. make sure you kiss her at the end of the movie <laughs> alright fella hey yipped up so like the the point isn't necessarily that Luke is the literally the only dude who knows the Force or it's just like you're the only guy who's gonna be able to do this right now though like yeah. obviously Luke is the only one who can actually solve this so it's kind of in that sense he's the last Jedi without being the like yeah Calcasis can still be around but also we knew Calcasis wasn't gonna go on a
0: Death Star and turn, turn Darth fader to the light side so what no.
1: so what is your what is your cash in or trash here?
0: um my cash uh, gentrification of the planet. That's nice thing. It's looking little, good. Looking uh, that good. is that's a sick statue, man. I'm glad to see it in full full view. Uh I'm actually like trash. No big uh crate dragons underneath that he's gonna ride, maybe.
1: No big dune worms.
0: Yeah, I know that. He's got you wait, you mean on Mandalore? Right,
1: yeah. Didn't well what's that thing
0: they used to Mythosaurus. Mythosaurus.
1: Mythosaur. Crate dragons are on Tatooine. Damn. Well, that was our theory, right? Is that he's yeah. gonna find one under there and ride it? Sick. You think he? You, you so you wanted to see it? Don't I you think it's Don't you think it'd be a better surprise to save for the actual show? No, (laughs) just just throw it right out there for everyone to see. I mean,
0: here's the thing. I love that content, baby. Give me everything. You still banking on that, Jake?
1: I honestly think there's merit to that theory of ours.
0: I I reckon the thing we said probably right. Yeah, as per usual. Nothing. I mean, how could we be wrong? We haven't yet, so yeah, I like our odds. I think our odds are pretty damn good. Uh, so probably should move on out of this. We've been kind of. Talking longer than I ever thought we would, but it is, we haven't talked about stars in a. Well, we talked about Andor. I almost said we weren't talk about it in a while, but we literally did Andor like not that long ago. Also, like last week, we did the Bad Batch, and the week before that, we did the Bad Batch. And we're gonna do the Bad Batch right now. Actually, That's I can take out of right. that episode three. Oh boy, here I go racing. Tech goes to the racetrack. I think is the episode title. <laughs> it's not. Oh, oh really? You can't. You couldn't possibly prove that. You've you've, you've done that thing again where you pushed it out of my mind. I yes, think I, I do it every time,
1: baby. I feel like, isn't it just called like Riot Race or something? It Riot couldn't Racers? be. There's no way to prove that. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my goodness. The app restarted itself and everything. It's on my side. It's going to take a million years. We'll never know.
0: Good God. You go any sl- It's season nope, one. God. One. It's just called faster. <laughs> it's even simpler than yours. Yeah. I knew it was something like that. Uh, so, in, so in this episode, uh, Tech figures out what sports are and he gets help from Ben Sports Robot. I thought this was a lot of fun. You said you weren't a big fan.
1: For reasons, because you hate fun and things, I think that's true. But largely, this is just a fun one, and I can, I, I do feel like people sometimes have like, um, I don't know, conflicting expectations almost between what like the Bad Batch should be, and or sometimes maybe they, they kind of get too invested in the other shows and in, in like the Mandalorian and, and saying like now Andor and stuff and those offerings, and then yeah, maybe they try to apply that to the Bad Batch, which I don't, I don't think is necessarily fair, because I think if they If people are honest with themselves and go back and kind of look at it a little more objectively, maybe, I think most people would find that most of the Clone Wars episodes, more of them lean towards stuff like this than towards, you know, Andor. Yeah. (laughs) Right? And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to detract from because I think the Clone Wars is great. But I think this is great, too. I think this is very fun for what it is. And this is, I think, is very much in the same vein. I don't think this is really, this show is much worse or anything than like the clone wars and rebels and stuff. And it's, again, it's got that same thing of like, yeah, sometimes they just do a fun one. Like they're more inclined to just do a goofy fun one in this than they are in the live action ones. Cause they're, I mean, there's like 20 episodes in a season and it's animated and you can kind of like push that budget a little further. And, uh, you know, you don't gotta be all grim and gritty about it if you don't want to, and you can do the cartoon logic and shit. And I think this is a lot of fun. I just, it's just a nice one. I mean, the thing is, like, generally speaking, these episodes have less kind of massive ramifications mm-hmm. to them, episode by episode, right? Right. So, fucking do one where they're doing racing. Who cares? I guess it's true. Isn't it? So, we have basically the premises is that uh, Sid just recruits them They're like, hey, come be my pit crew, basically, on this planet. We're, we're doing um, riot racing, which is just... Just speeder bike, or, or not even bikes, they're just like little racing speeder things with, like, guns and shit. You can just do whatever you want. It's just the wild bombs. west out there.
0: Yeah. A real pod racing situation. It's really how Star Wars always is. Just lawless whenever you need it to be, really. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's order, but also whenever the criminals do it, it's just fucking whatever, uh, man. Anywhere
1: that isn't basically Coruscant, is just the wild, wild west. Yeah. That's what they're all about, though. You love it. Wouldn't have it any other way. So, um, and as you as you alluded to, they have, what's his name, Rayo? Yeah, Rayo. Um, and he's the... uh. He's her her robot. Who's, who's the racer, and he's real good at it and all. And he's done by Ben Schwartz. Very fun, great oh, character. Yeah. Love Ben Schwartz. You love it. Is that robot really sentient? Sometimes I think I get real down the weeds. I'm like, oh, man, are those droids alive? Is what they're doing wrong, Jack? Hmm. What's what's separating R2D2 from like our poor, R4P17? Right? R4P17 gets her head ripped off by a buzz droid. We don't think twice about it. You never yeah. never even think about I it would. again. You think, oh, whatever. See you. But like, why is that any? Why is, does that does that droid's life matter, Jack? Is it is it alive? No. Is this Ben Schwartz robot alive, or is it just is that just programming to make him act like that?
0: A little bit of A, little com B, I think. I think. So.
1: That's usually how it goes. Because
0: I mean, like, they can just bring that thing back to life. If he gets hit by a fucking car. They're like, "I oh, will bring him back."
1: It's one of those things where it's like Star Wars is not a universe that's concerned with that type yeah. of thing, right? They just don't get into it, and it's just kind of like, yeah, they're probably all alive. I don't know. You see them like, so yeah, they, they tortured them. Good enough. But they just, they never get into it. There's no like deep. It's not fucking Westworld, is it? No, right? it's not
0: like oh, these violent, the delights of violent ends. If they were yeah. trying
1: to kill Han Solo with his hands. There's no like, you know, um, what's his name? Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins type character who's given like, like, like Bernard memories. On the, <laughs> what is on the, nature the, of <laughs> on the nature of memory? The nature of like human consciousness and how it extends to these guys. They're just like, this Ben Schwartz robot's kind of kooky. And it's
0: just like, hey, humans, I'm kind of racist <laughs> to you. <laughs>
1: He's kind of—he's a bit cocky and a bit conceited, like a race car pilot would, or a race car driver would, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's like—you couldn't make these calculations. He's you flush bag piece of shit. I hate you.
1: <laughs> That's great. It's a good time. Um, but of course, there's a big, big alien, massive he's, alien. I don't—I don't know that guy's species. I probably should. Should the, you? He's in the uh, Force Awakens. He's in the well, not that guy, but like one of them. Mm-hmm. He's in Masconata's cantina. There, he's just huge. Um, he's hanging out. He's chilling. Have a good time. He's having a good time. Kicking it. Um, but so, it's one of him, um, which is just, they're huge. They're like nine feet tall. See, one of them is a Jedi, huh?
0: That'd be sick. Wouldn't He'd it be? Body you. he probably
1: just use his hands to beat you to <laughs> yeah, death. Lightsaber. Um, just... I, I don't know if we've ever seen a canon example of it now, but in the uh, old, in the Jedi Path sort of in-universe book there, there's an example of like, I think they just called them light clubs, which is basically, it's just a lightsaber, but it's just a, big one that's like thicker because it's just for a big, a much bigger alien. Yeah. Um, I guess you'd get one of those probably. Just yeah. start, just, like, you know how Yoda's is tinier?
0: Mm, his is just a massive it's tree trunk a of a thing. It's
1: just a big thick thing. It's like a big,
0: you know, like a broadsword, but in lightsaber form, it'd be sick. Like a shard blade, it's super long. Yeah, shoot. yeah,
1: kind of, yeah. Cut ships in half probably or something. No. Or you could just get doubles like Pong Crow where he's just got two double lightsabers. But that's just a bit extra almost.
0: Yeah. And he was also kind of evil. so Oh, yeah. he is the
1: worst. Um, but so they're doing some betting, and he's like classic Wado stuff, I guess. Very similar to the race stuff. It really is from episode one. Um, but then he loses, and they're like, ah, we'll double or nothing. And if we lose, we get, you know, you get all the money, and if we win, we... Get sit back. You get sit back. And Of course, Ben Schwartz robot. He gets smashed right before the race. And so who's going to step in? Wrecker. But our boy, Wrecker. No, it's Tech. And he uses his... His analytical brain, but it turns out maybe maybe brains are good for sports sometimes too. Oh yeah, look at that! Who would have thought? And the crowd, they love him. He does it. He wins the race, and they love it, and they cheer his name.
0: They love him every minute of it. Up. And he's just
1: like, hmm, interesting,
0: mm, incredible. He, he reacts almost not at all. Yeah, he almost, it, it, he, almost like he just like turned the sink off, washes his hands. He's like, yeah, whatever. I think it's sit back, and they're like, "Sid, good to have you back." And they're like, "Thanks, guys." And the guys like, "Hey, a little advice, fellas." don't trust the shady underworld lady she might whack you off but in a lot of ways uh they're her like best guys so she has no reason to like get rid of them and also yeah
1: that's what i was saying to you is like does she have other like people around like i don't think so cuz she needed to bring them here That they're, they're like the fact that the bad batch are are doing like all the stuff like you know following up on hey you should steal count Duca's war chest but also like hey you should come with me just to be, like, my bodyguards, basically, at this racetrack. Hey, you guys should deliver my Nerf Nuggets or <laughs> yeah. Like, the fact that the Bad Batch is doing all this makes it really seem like she's got no one else on
0: hand. She's got that four throat guy and that other guy who just kind of sit around yeah, the bar. Yeah, they just sit around the bar. They're
1: just regulars at the bar, best we can tell. And they
0: just play chess with each other.
1: So, yeah, they really do kind of need them. So, yeah, it would be weird that, like, who's she going to betray them to? I guess maybe the Empire. If she got really desperate, she would just turn
0: them in for money, I suppose, but... You'd hope not. Yeah, because the Empire doesn't like pe- lizard people like her. That's
1: true. The Empire is very xenophobic, so yeah. you'd think they wouldn't be on board for that kind of stuff. But then again, they also just hate everyone and everything, so... Who knows? They'll, of- use, they'll use anyone and everyone to their to own To destroy ends. everyone and everything. So, but yeah, again, just, just fun. Um, I was telling you, I saw on Twitter um, this week that... uh. David W. Collins, who's that uh star Wars sound designer that I bring up all the time when we're talking about the shows here. You love him. Love he's great. I think he's cool. I just think he's I think he's, I just think, I just he's, think neat. he's neat. I just think he's neat. It's great. It's cool that he's how much stuff he's touched and he works and he just still does it. He's just still out there doing sound design. What a sick job. To just be like I'm just I'd make up the noises. I'm making noises, man. It's great. Need to tell you cuz he did um the He Candace did Republic Commando and yeah. then that popped up in the Bad Batch season 1 and since then I've been much more aware of all his involvement. I was like, oh shit, he's doing like all of this. It's not just mm-hmm. the games or just the cartoons. It's like he was in the movies. He's, he's like stormtrooper voices a lot of the time. Oh really? Like, he's just doing the voice just because you need, you need someone in there. Of course, be he's like, right. the voice time. But as he said, this episode has a lot of, um a lot of unique uh, sound design stuff mm-hmm. where they actually did, which makes sense. Cause all the, all the speeders and stuff zipping around, there's some cool noises going on, which I always appreciate. It's cool. It's, it's like an interesting job. It's one of those things where it's like, I feel like you, you don't, you probably take it for granted watching it, but that like, there's definitely a, a Star Wars-ness to a lot of them, mm-hmm. right? Where you're like, that makes sense, that kind of fits with, with other stuff, like you can tell it's from the same universe. Whether, you know, it's not the exact same sound, but you're like, oh, that's that's generally what engines and shit sound like in Star Wars. That's like, you know, the vague kind of thing, which is... Again, probably harder than you give it credit for. Yeah, to come up with. Cause it like, probably would be easy to like, oh, that's a engine thing, but it doesn't really sound like it belongs here. Yeah, like put
0: a lot of extra work on it, because it's like, you can't make it too obvious. It's like a lot of nuances, which I know we hate, but... Boo. Credit where credit's due to that. We like him, oh, so yeah. we'll give him a it's pass. Great.
1: It's good stuff. So, lots of fun noises, and this is all I was getting at.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Hunter and Echo are in this episode. They're off
1: doing whatever bullshit. Yeah, they probably couldn't get D. Uh, Bradley Baker into the lines this no. week, so scheduling issues from what yeah, I understand. So they only so. could
0: get Dee Bradley Baker to do. Yeah,
1: that. yeah, they couldn't get Dee Bradley Baker and Dee Bradley Baker. Um they, but but luckily it all luckily worked out. luckily Dee Bradley Baker and Dee Bradley Baker were free, so and they kind of they pulled... and he picked up the slack this week and you got to give him credit for that. Yeah. So um, he's not used to it, but um you know, a little bit of extra burden on on Dee Bradley
0: Baker and Dee Bradley Baker this week, but I think I think they shouldered it with uh with pride. With and grace, I'd say. I would say so too. Got help each other out. And you know, f- without Hunter there's not like the classic, now Omega, what's the lesson? Say it out loud so the people at home know. I mean they were still kinda that. Yeah, but they were but in in this way, they she were still they, were, they're <laughs> they were teaching Sid the lesson. She yeah, was being him. the teacher and not or just she was like,
1: being taught too. Like oh, the lesson, to trust Sid or don't trust Sid or
0: me, to help a friend in, in need. But is ro- it the friend? Robots kinda suck and they're not that good.
1: I don't I don't know if it was that one.
0: That's a l that's a, I when I see robot I see red. <laughs> I just, I like get on my screen. They're called droids, Jay. Not to me. In Star Wars land, they're called droids. That's huh? true. All these dirty droids, these <laughs> clankers. There's a ton of them. They, yeah, like you said, most of the pilots are droids. I would have thought you would have used droids. Like, it feels like they're
1: better. See, but Star Wars is weird like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're not, they're just not right. Like, they're not super robust. It's robots, like nobody like, knows you know, how, how to make them. Yeah, they're, they're, it seems like the way that, um, Sort of artificial intelligent works in Star Wars is almost that you need to give them personality to go along with it. There is no such thing as just like a pure like logic
0: based droid. Mm, like, it's like like a Cortana ass thing.
1: Yeah, no, it needs to be kind of alive, and that carries with it some quirks of like they're just all kind of goofy, <laughs> <in some laughs> stupid. Ways. Like you get battle droids, and it's like yeah, they can think intelligently enough to be like to to work in a battlefield scenario, but they're also all like fraidy cats. Yeah, because <laughs> you've given them like enough logic to not want to
0: die, so now they're like
1: yeah well, i don't want I I don't, hey. I I don't i don't want to get smashed <laughs>
0: yeah we got the jedi's he's gonna kill us i'm gonna die they like no mortality yeah exactly again they, yeah they fear they, they're they pretty sentient in a lot of ways like yeah. and
1: whether it's like i suppose you get down a whole rabbit hole of like is that are they just being programmed to think and act like that or is that to, coming from somewhere innate but mm-hmm. you love know, i love them. you just don't think about it again too much with yeah. the Star Wars. it's just Turn your right off, and is what it is. Watch. But yeah, they're not like they don't work in the same way that other things do. Where they're not like supercomputers. We've talked about this before in terms of um oh in it was the prison in Andor. Everyone, yeah. Someone was like, why don't they just have like cameras? And it's like Star Wars doesn't really work like that. You Mm-mm. can't have like a oh like a sentient camera system like that doesn't really. Work. it would just talk to the prisoners. Yeah, it would need to be like a lot. You would need to put a droid brain in there to like surveil it properly. Cause it's just it's just that kind of world. Like we, they don't have they don't have like um disembodied ai like that usually mm. not like hell or something no yeah or, or or like cortana like it doesn't really work like that it's just you need to put a thing in a robot and have the robot walk around for it to work mm. for whatever it's just it's just the the, the quirk of the world but it, it it's fun it's, it's one of those things that distinguishes it. again it's like you don't necessarily think about it until you really start to like think about it basically but, mm. like if you actually like start to put it into words you're like oh yeah they are they are kind of different like that it's not they're kind of built different, I They're think. Kind of built different in Star Wars. You can just be a be a protocol droid who's like real good at flying
0: speeders, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you got a battle droid head on you. Yeah? That's fun. I, I liked them. That was fun. I like the red one. That seemed like the, the souped up battle droid.
1: Yeah, yeah, the commando droid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's
0: cool. Remember so. Mr. Bones? Yeah, yeah, pretty similar. Are we got anything else to say about Bad Batch episode four? I don't think so. Incredible. So we're gonna check out of this shit. Hold on into our final topic which is going to be a j science corner here uh all about dinosaur brains basically t-rex brains so a recent study came out by i'm gonna put this woman's name her name is her last name at least Actually, i just lost it uh herculano Hosel um talks about how t-rex brains are real big and then she makes a lot of um further <coughs> conclusions about what they did with them so Basically what she did uh, is she took, she like, obviously you can't compare the size of a brain of an animal that's dead or extinct because there's no, brains don't preserve because they're mm. fleshy tissue. So what she did is she used this system where you compare an animal's brain size to their body size, like relative size to be like how big the brain might be and all that. Um, and through that and using comparisons of like other bir- of like birds and like crocodiles who are very similar to dinosaurs and like they're genetically and like how their bodies are structured she determined that they're like personally their brains were quite large and were like as peckly dense as like some primates like baboons and stuff she's like yeah and her conclusions were like they're really smart and because of that they're probably like pretty advanced predators and maybe could even use tools now that's great and all now this study is without its country is not without its controversies a lot of people are like "Eh, that's hold on now fella you're going a bit too far uh the the way the Brain comparison thing she used. A bunch of people have come out and been like... Scientists in the in the know are like... That's kind of not great data to use. Even on living animals that we have. It's not really indicative. And all that kind of stuff. And there's somebody I found. Because I actually did research for once. And like looked into this. If I could find my mouse. Uh, the This guy... What's his name? Thomas Holtz did a whole like Twitter. For instance, I'm using Twitter. A uh, whole like long thread about it. And just basically saying like... Uh, lizard brains, like lizard brains, like dinosaur brains, don't work like ape brains, and we can't really make decisions like that. Another point they make is like, oh yeah, the brains were big because they mature in like four to five years, and that just isn't true. Based on our data, they probably took like ten to twelve to mature. So there's a lot of stuff. I mean, really,
1: yeah. How long did T Rexes live? We think,
0: uh, they're like twenty years, I think. Is the if oh, they? Yeah.
1: Well, that's pretty. So it took almost half their life to get to. Is that about standard? I mean, they're pretty big. Yeah, yeah, big, yeah. But, like, what? elephants live a long, long time, don't they? Yeah, they do, like uh, 60 years, I think. That's pretty good. Let's we'll see, like, a human takes, like, almost 20 years to mature, but... You know what? I, I pulled that
0: number out of my ass. I so would be 100% lucky, also... <laughs> so I'm going to actually look that
1: up. <laughs> We're also liable to live for, you know, 70, 80, so... Yeah, um... Gosh, I don't know. According so so this, is 28 years. Reach yeah. My... Yeah, so. Dinosaurs are so, like, there's a bit of a, a shock at some point, getting a little older and like extra you know, realizing how much of it is basically just pure guesswork speculation because of course it is right what else you possibly they're giant
0: do? monsters that lived millions of years ago they
1: lived millions of years ago all we have are like 10% of the bones, of bones. Well yeah. how could you possibly know anything about the, other yeah. than the most speculative like nonsense about them
0: exactly and like if you th- like, I know there's a lot of like I've seen like memes stuff people like take like, like living animal bones like their skulls yeah and they're like this is what we would, if we had thought they were dinosaurs, this is how we would draw them, and this is how they actually look. And it's like, if you don't have don't like give them tissue. Enough, yeah,
1: they don't give them enough like muscle and fat and stuff. T- they just, yeah. They just kind of like stretch some skin over mm-hmm. top their bones and are like, there they are. That's, Which, to be fair, that's kind of how lots of lizards are. are c- can be a lot of the mm-hmm. time, but still. They're still a little bit like, they got to have some kind of covering. Yeah, like that whole brain thing doesn't actually, that's not actually how that works, right? No, yeah. Not at because, all. Because, well, okay, she. I guess they were they're trying to base it off of proportion, but even then it's not it's not an exact science, right? Because No, not at all. There's lots of animals that obviously are like like birds and shit. There's yeah. some birds that are relatively
0: intelligent as far as we gauge animals, but they mm. have tiny little bird tiny little. tiny little bird heads. And even so, like birds proportionally do have large brains, but that's because their eyes have to be they have to have more power going into their eyes because they fly, because they're operating in a 3D space, so their eyes have to be more advanced. So there's to be more brain power. There you go. And dolphins have big brains because they like their brains like kind of curve in so there's more service area to yeah. work with. And they can't talk.
1: So like I no, can't. They said uh, dolphins are pretty smart though.
0: They're I mean, they're intelligent animals, but like I think mean, we, we I think we talked about out, I don't know how much we echo this sentiment, but like yeah, a crow's as smart as a seven year old, but also that's not what that means. That doesn't mean what everybody thinks it means. Yeah.
1: Well it, they're in some very specific, like, problem solving type yeah. scenarios, but yeah, they don't have memory they don't have at, they, at least as far as we can understand they don't
0: well, i don't know they, part they, of
1: it is we don't know and we it's hard to really obviously gauge that but mm.
0: yeah it's it's hard to learn There's lots
1: of skills where a seven-year-old human is well beyond like language skills and stuff mm-hmm. which is something that just most animals are seemingly incapable of i mean i don't know i've seen stuff where it's like can monkey do do chimps and stuff do different primates have like different n- noises that can, like, refer to specific individuals. Mm-hmm. But I think that's not true. Actually, the case is yeah. kind of disproven.
0: But I've seen i I've seen some of them. You know, like, um, that gorilla, I think it's a Coke or something, that, like, learned sign language? Yeah. Apparently, that's not what it seems either, because nothing I've ever is. I've that as well. That's like, yeah, they actually, the scientists kind of lied to make it seem like they just taught it really quickly, because I know... It's a thing that like chimps and like apes, those kind of apes have like incredible short term memory. So like if you show it a bunch of patterns really quickly yeah. and test it, it'll like rattle it off.
1: Yeah, the problem with any of this stuff is it's impossible to know how deep it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know the dog on TikTok that can. Uh... Oh,
0: I hate that. That is the oh, I that is the dumbest shit in the world. Where it's like the button. It's like Melly bathroom. It's like you're. Yeah, yeah. That's been proven like all the time. There's like, there's similar. But cases. then it's
1: gotten to the point where they they act like the dog's getting existential. Yeah. And being like, why Millie alive now? <laughs> and it's like, oh, because of, uh...
0: God. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: like the the as if the dog's asking like existential questions that it actually understands, and it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. We might be given to again. There's no way to know what the dog's actually thinking. Yeah. But it's a We dog. do know that it pushed those buttons, but that doesn't actually necessarily mean that it understands yeah. the impl- implication of it well, all. Well,
0: the thing is that this is this kind of thing where, like, animals having intelligence it's happened throughout history. Like, there's. Well, that's a, literally. We like, have a cle- word for. <laughs> yeah, like, there's clever Hans, and there's, like, the chicken that doesn't yes, clever
1: Hans. There's like. to the whole podcast about clever Hans
0: this if week. it's yeah, if, it's, if an animal's looking at you, they'll pick up on what you're doing, and they'll do it, and you can also interpret anyway. If you separated those, the dog and the person who trained it, The dog would not know what the... It's just a fucking... It eats its own shit, like... (laughs) Likely, yeah. Like, you can't... No one can tell me my dog is some hyper-intelligent being, and then I watch it vomit, and then eat its own vomit. Like, like, that animal's uh, stupid. Obviously,
1: you know, we could very well be biased and all. Being people. Being people, but
0: it's just the way it seems. I'm the one who makes Doritos.
1: That's the thing. It's like, if if any of these animals were as smart as we're... They're trying to let us... Like, you wouldn't have to convince me so hard, right? Mm Mm-hmm they'd have done something worth knowing by now. It, would have went right? to the moon, it wouldn't maybe. be like one scientist who's devoted their whole life to the study and care of this animal has been like, guys, you know, look it, see? I'm telling you, this animal that I love dearly. I'm not crazy, you so have to great. believe it.
0: it. spoke to me in a dream. <laughs> and it's dream powers, guys. Like, if they were really there, it would be like, guys, the
1: dolphins are smart, and we'd be like, yeah, we know, they talk to <laughs> yeah. shit. They talk to us. We have, there's the dolphin president. I don't know, again, maybe this is us being human-centric somehow, but... Honestly, you Anth- know anthropocentric. I don't know. There's probably some word for it. Some... Being racist against all the other species, speciest, I guess. Speciest. Yeah. Maybe we're just speciest. But and
0: honestly, that's all right again, I don't know who else no... has done. I... Listen, Jack. Which other animals have podcasts, right? Not the dolphins. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. So... I can now see. Now I'm imagining if a dolphin's worse smart, it's Joe Rogan talking to a dolphin, but the dolphins <laughs> making dolphin noises. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like it. So is that is that anything? Yeah, sure incredible and he's but like it's just a dolphin but Joe Run's like oh my god really that's what you really think so that's deep is uh, that's really oh uh, and he goes you know poor toxin i've heard that's pretty intense for you dolphin it's like it's like ayahuasca you ever tried ayahuasca <laughs> and then he gets a dolphin high on like fucking peyote or something <laughs> there you go jeff if hey jeff, you listen to this episode draw what i just said everything i just we just said draw something <laughs> right? getting high on peyote yeah. that and him on a, the joe rogan experience yeah that's pretty good and maybe put him on Theo Vaughn's podcast, too. And be like, you know, <laughs> shit, man, I used to... Have, that's something Theo Vaughn would talk about. I'd be like, you know, shit, I think dolphins can talk, man. I <laughs> don't do <laughs> crap. He looked right into my soul. I think he understood me on <laughs> <at> some level. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, as, as far as the actual t- the T-Rexes or whatever, I again, it's all just it's all just speculative, right? Yeah. What
1: the hell? What are we doing?
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, in Jurassic World, where it's like everyone likes to treat dinosaurs, and I think it's just because have what they are. It's just yeah. like, Dragons. We talked about this before. Yeah.
1: it's like the, you you almost disassociate them with being animals. animals, and yeah, they're in the realm of like the mythical almost. But it's like they weren't perfect animals either. Even like they weren't. Yeah, they weren't even the best of the best of what they were. Because otherwise, still be here. they'd s- still be around to some extent. I mean, obviously, I know the extinction events and stuff. But like, yeah, if they were the if they were nature's perfect killers, they would have kind of reasserted themselves mm-hmm. at some point. They didn't, because they, they were not. So. Yeah, because
0: the mammals pulled up again. And we're like, ah, oh, shit! The mammals. It's tough for we us. can make
1: things. That's the big one. Yeah,
0: like spears and whatnot. Thumbs.
1: So. Again, in the movies, they always like in Jurassic Park, they may act like dinosaurs are made of like titanium, dragon scale, or something. Mm-hmm. But um, I think a spear would fuck up a, like yeah. a even like a Velociraptor if you did it right.
0: Throw a spear at an eagle. That eagle's not going to do too well well no that's kind of just all the dinosaurs just apply that kind of logic or maybe an alligator if you really want to make it tough but But we we get alligators oh yeah you can get I mean there's a a whole show where they just drive around in their their fan boats and they just kill them them. for days to bring them home (laughs) they can't kill enough of them it seems (laughs) in a lot of ways and here's the thing about animals get a big enough rock gonna stop a lot of them I haven't found one a rock won't stop
1: That's true. As long as the rock's big enough.
0: Here's the thing. You know what stopped the dinosaurs? The really big rock I, from space. I, I, a truly giant <laughs> rock. <laughs> I think we yeah, think we spent a whistle about animals. Yeah, I think so. Perfect. So we're gonna have to show So it.
1: overall, you're not a fan of her her theory there, you think? No, do you, I, where do you fall?
0: Um I think that the like base data it's the thing where like the base data is they were like they did have big brains because of all these things. But the how do
1: we even know how big their brains were? Just because I, I mean, we were roughly guessing based on the size of their skulls, their because... skulls,
0: and like the the structures of like bird, like how birds are structured. Okay, so it's kind of like it's a lot of rough data. And I think, but I think like the hard conclusions she's drawing, like extrapolating on based on like, well, because this is like we kind of got a handle on this data, mm-hmm. even very loosely, they're definitely like building. They definitely had T. Rex society. It's like, well, no, that's too I think much.
1: Things like they. It still believed that they were like the the apex predator, right? Yeah. Well, so they were pretty good, regardless. Like, yeah, they they were good enough. Like we knew they were pretty good. Don't need so what is This of like, yeah, they probably built houses and shit. Like <laughs> no, they probably mean... tilled the land, and <laughs> had livestock. Like I think I think they were pretty good already, right? I mean, we we all accepted that they were pretty good at what they did. Yeah. They don't have to be like yeah sentient or anything. They had they
0: had pretty big teeth. The yeah. teeth stayed. We know the teeth are big.
1: Like yeah, they were. They were clearly smart enough to kill and eat all the animals they needed, which was like a lot because they were big. So. Yeah, which is most of the animals. So like yeah, they were alright. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's so weird. I'll speculate. I was telling you like I saw a thing where they somebody was and it probably had almost as much validity as this was like maybe T Rexes had wings though. <laughs> did not I tell you about that? No, I don't like, think you did. The, the weird, the thing that like is so weird about their arms and and all that might be because maybe they had wings and it's like, oh, all right,
0: couldn't who, probably fly though. Know? Well,
1: no, like vestigial wings. Oh, like if yeah,
0: yeah, bad ones,
1: like like chickens kind of do. Like maybe they could kind of like flap <laughs> get off the, get off
0: the ground just a couple feet and gong. <laughs> ah, good stuff. Well,
1: good on T Rexes. I say God bless them no. again. If they're that great, they'd still be around. One thing, yeah,
0: so. b- we have one on the Jeroden experience. <laughs> checkmate atheists checkmate. well checkmate t Rexes is really oh yeah in a lot of ways god bless the big rocks anyway we're up right about here then with our t-rex talk so always thanks so much for listening uh, tell your friends tell your enemies tell everyone you know about our podcast and listen to it wherever you find your podcasts as always you can find us on twitter to contact us in any way at architect jazz j-a-z we're getting our blue check mark soon A dollars to elon let's go baby uh <laughs> <laughs> and on Gmail at AkatechJazz at gmail.com You find us on Instagram at The Akatech Podcast Our intro was done by Sailor Results You can find him as always on Spotify and SoundCloud Our logo was done by Jeffrey Gonzalez You can find always uh, as always on Inkocean.jpg on Instagram And on Redbubble And as always we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets Say out to the people, Zach Jake, I'll tell you what, you tell me what? My solemn pledge First eight dollars we get off this
1: show I'll put right into a Twitter blue. All right.
0: Incredible. Get Money well mark. spent. That's what I'm saying. It'll really show everyone that we're cool. Sure.
1: <laughs> It'll show them something.
0: Really, <laughs> really boost up my takes. Hey. And nothing. Hey, we, would we you know, know. Say if
1: I ever get into like Star Wars, it's usually what it is—some kind of Star Wars-based argument on Twitter—and someone can just respond with one of those memes where it's like, "Ha ha, you paid for Twitter," <laughs> and, and then you've you've been defeated, haven't you? Yeah, you're, but you're
0: bested. <sighs> but hey, and no, no, all press is good press, or no press is bad press. One of those two. Then they'll still then they'll still respond to us so we'll get people will see the tweet so they'll find the show. I get you. You're gonna say Godspeed. Yeah, there it is. And Godspeed.